what's up everybody if you were just watching uh something happened and we were deleted i don't know so we're starting fresh welcome to the new stream my name's kelsey i'm hosting tonight Woo. and to my right i have the lovely and talented mac so what did you do that causes a copyright strike <laughs> It's obviously her fault. Words. I spoke very <laughs> fancy words, and they're like, we cannot have a person of this caliber speaking too many words. <laughs> it's basically Alex's no. fake news. <laughs> Alex's fake news got us taken down. Exactly. I'm spreading all the fake news okay, around. We've got, we've got the fake news here on Call to Action. All right, and below what? me, we have the amazing PLD. How are you doing now after our little break? <laughs> I, I'm doing really shitty. Before, I was doing great. Now, I'm I don't know. Go exactly the opposite of whatever I did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's. Uh, I'm hoping this doesn't happen again. Hopefully, it's somebody to let us know. Lucas is on. Uh, he's on watch to come yeah. bursting into the room again and say, "You guys are down. You guys <laughs> suck." Uh, I gotta ask. Okay, so Dean Morgan, you mentioned in the uh, action the um, the action guys chat. Keep asking me if I was if I'm the one behind. The swag Twitter account, which I'm not. I would be. I wish I were that cool. <laughs> um, but I just want to give you a heads up. That's not me. Someone's in the. Someone's in like chatting on their behalf, and that's not me. I do too, swag. <laughs> Where were you? Are. I don't want to take anyone's credit. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Danny's not here yet. Actually, Danny is uh, going to hop in at some point because yeah. she's a little, running a little behind. But that might be it too. Maybe you two is pissed off that we said Danny was going to be on. YouTube yeah. is like, we don't have enough Danny. Yeah, we just we can't let you guys go on without her. We're going to ruin your show because we don't want to watch without Danny. So right now what we're doing is we're riffing a little bit. So we're waiting for our crowd to get back. This is us improvising, trying to be this cool. Is... I don't know if it's working or not, but I will pretend like it is. <laughs> this is what we do. We try to be cool and fail at it. That's what we're known for. <laughs> mm -hmm. it, could Danny, it could be Danny behind swag. We don't know. I would say it would be me, but I'm way oh. too white to do the drip drip thing. I, I sound really bad when I do it. I'm the drip, drip drip drop. Yeah, I, I really can't do that. It comes across very um, much worse. It comes across worse than Roka does when he says black Atlanta. It's just it's not good. Nope, it ain't good. Not not good. It's good that you recognize that though. I do. There it I is. Recognize you my recognize whiteness. It's not for you. <laughs> That's not for me. <laughs> that's, that's a real good one. I guess it is one one step forward for mankind there when I, I recognize my, yeah. my inner right, old well, man whiteness. Paul, I want to know, since yeah. we're like quarantining it up, everyone's like watching movies. Is there like, uh, what movies have you been watching lately? Well, I have been continuing my Villeneuve. I should like the fancy names. I love it. Uh, <laughs> Villeneuve. Uh, so yesterday I watched Arrival, which is a phenomenal movie to my eyes. I like the, uh, it's one of the best sci-fi movies we've seen this decade. It's really, a, you don't get many. He'll say that. Yeah. Clever, clever sci-fi movies. not like laser guns and aliens and all that stuff. It's really kind of a, a thought. Philosophical. That's a good way to say it. I, I, I'm not educated enough, obviously. I can't. I'm not educated enough. Uh, it's very philosophical. Uh, makes you think it's like this whole time aspect. Actually, there's a little bit of Nolan in it. I know you don't like Nolan, but a little bit of Nolan in it. I, I feel like Nolan. You know, it's just, like I Nolan. can't enjoy Nolan <laughs> the way I want to enjoy movies. Well, you said you I don't like Nolan. too hard about it. I feel like I'm in like high school science class. <laughs> science philosophy class or something like I feel like I need to write a paper after watching Interstellar. 
That's true. Well, you know, Arrival is kind of similar to a degree. I mean, it, well, it, exactly. It's just like it's like watching. Like I, I don't like two thousand one Space Odyssey. I can mm. admire it. I think it's beautiful. What it did for film technology, everything it did, you know, influencing future sci-fi films. I respect it. It's amazing. But at the same time, I can take a nap watching that. People don't talk for like forty-five minutes into it. It's just. You know, I, I can appreciate it, but seriously, I'm just like, what? What happened? Oh, wait, no one, nothing happened yet. I can just continue my nap because no one is talking. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then, so there's like, oh and, then how, and then how, and then how, and how, and character in the entire thing. I understand it. I get it. It's philosophical. It's symbolic of humanity and AI and I understand and there's this whole god complex. I don't care. Why are you why are you the way you are? <laughs> what happened to you as a child? Who hurt you? No, it's all right. It's not your fault. I, you know, the thing is I can like I said, I can watch and appreciate it, but I'm never gonna sit down and enjoy it the way I sit down and enjoy Armageddon. I love Armageddon. I appreciate them for different reasons. If I'm going to sit down and watch Armageddon, I'm appreciating it for completely different reasons than Interstellar. They're not exactly on the same, even though they both take place in space for a good chunk of the time, I would never put them in the same category of movies. I have to be in a different mood going into them. You know what I mean? Hang on. You would never watch Independence Day and Arrival on the same day, even though they're both about aliens coming to Earth. Am I wrong? Always. You're always <laughs> wrong. I don't think I've ever heard you say anything right. So. No, I mean, like, it's, but is that wrong? Would you consider Alien and Independence Day this, like, part of the same caliber of movies, even though they're both about alien invasions? Wait, you cut out for me a little bit. Say it, say it again. Well, they're both about alien invasions, right? And people's reaction to said invasions, right? Armageddon and... No, no, no. Independence Day and Arrival. Independence Day and Arrival. Right? Get right here. <laughs> the thing is, they're both completely different. Arrival is philosophical. It's it's about the humanity. It's about under like going understanding your grief. It's about um it's about you know that finding that connection with your family and your friends and what connects us as a whole as human beings. Independence Day is a fun time with guns. All I all I hear is that. All I'm hearing is that you have to be in the mood to watch a good movie. No, but that's the thing. I when I watch these movies, I have to be I the way when I'm going to watching Independence Day, my mind is in a different place. I'm just hanging out. It, the sun's outside. It's a fun time. I'm I'm eating some barbecue. You know, I'm I'm going in. It's like maybe the Fourth of July when I'm watching Independence Day. But if I'm watching Arrival, I'm like I'm like having some deep thoughts. Like maybe it's rainy outside. Maybe I want to take a nap. I'm why, like, <laughs> why is it a bad thing though? Why, no, well, the nap I mean, part. I mean, they're just completely different films. They've completely okay. I'll agree with that. I, I will agree so, with that. You know, I can both think they're fun, good. I can both think, think they're good movies. But at the end of the day, one of them they have completely different themes about them, and so. Yeah, I mean, it just like I would I, never put them in the same caliber of movies. I don't think anyone's ever saying well, caliber. See, you use the word caliber. The difference between caliber and you could say they're different movies, but one yet yeah, one is a different caliber. Arrival is yeah. a good movie. Independence Day is a trashy movie. 
I mean, it's Earth fun. One? Okay. Yeah, they're wow. both trashy. The one thing really good about Independence Day, yeah. honestly, is the Bill Pullman speech and maybe the Randy Quaid uh, fuck you aspect, that part. That's about it. Everything else is pretty trashy, to be honest with you. Come on now. It does have fun. Sure, it has some fun part. But, uh, but what I'm saying is specifically is that the way I kind of go into these movies is different. My mind has to be in a certain place when it comes to Arrival. I'm not just going to wake up one morning and be like, today's a good day to watch Arrival. Like, I have to be kind of depressed about the day. <laughs> I have to, like, something bad is happening. It's raining outside. Maybe I'm just, like, really angry. <laughs> and I just want, or maybe I just want to have a good cry. I'll watch Arrival. Which is fine, but we began this whole thing by saying it basically that it wasn't a good, it's not like you were going off on 2001. No, thing. It's it's not much, I never said it's, I don't think it's a good movie. I'm saying it's not a movie that I would actively want to watch. Okay, I, I will let this go. I will let this one go. It's like this <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, I'm watching the villain move. I watched Arrival. I loved it. It was great. Now I got to watch Blade Runner 2049 tomorrow, hopefully. I love that one. My favorite movie of the last decade. So I will turn this around to you, Alex. What have you been watching recently? Let me just whip out my movies. <laughs> okay. Whipping so out your hot I, I watched um, in the past like week, I watched like 15 movies. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I watched Videodrome today. What the yeah. Is that for your show? You're watching it for, uh, well, for Cinema Drew? Bias. I'm watching Cin for Cinema Bias um, with uh, Video Drew herself and Drew Grant. I'm watching that movie. Uh, uh, we're watching that movie and we're going to be discussing it um, because that is a movie very close to our heart and I am like cool. Okay. Um, but yeah, I watched The Invitation for the first time. I watched Funny Face, Children of the Corn, Mansfield Park, Wicker Man, the original Wicker Man, as well as the, as well as the uh, Cage one. Ah, the bees! <laughs> Candyman, Hellraiser, Frozen 2, The Island, and Pokemon Detective Pikachu, just to name a few. Well, and I watched Little Woman for the first time. The new Little Woman or the old? The new Little Woman. Yeah. I will say that. Well, you, Kelsey, have you watched anything recently? Um, Watching, I haven't watched really many movies. I've been watching a lot of TV. I watched The Circle. I watched 100 Humans. I've watched like, a lot of the episodes of Explained. Mm -hmm. So I've been watching that. And then, like I said, playing inappropriate video games. That's pretty much what I've been doing. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. I also did, I will say, to start my Bond watch through as well, because I want to mm. watch all the Bonds before I watch uh, No Time to Die. Well, now November. I had been getting ready for April, but now November. Yeah. So, uh, just so you know, movie with Anobi, what happened with the takedown? We don't know. We're not exactly sure. I will cross this down. I know YouTube has come out basically saying that yeah. they're like at half staff or they're not well, they're basically. Things might just get taken down because some algorithm thinks we did something wrong. We have yeah. a David B. Uh, original music, so it shouldn't have been that. I don't know if it's product placement. I will <laughs> say that I still think it's Alex's hot takes and wrong opinions. That's what usually gets us uh, taken down. Um, but that's all I know about it. That's all we know about it. Yeah. We know as much as you. But I'm glad everybody found us. Looks like everybody was here who was there is now here. And Yeah, and we appreciate it. And yeah, maybe for really sticking around and everything kind of working through it with us through this whole weird situation. Yep. There's a lot of weird stuff going on, guys. <laughs> you. Uh, that's true, Lucas. It's possible that uh, YouTube had a little bit too much to drink and it's having that problem at this point. Maybe they yeah. can have some blue chew at some point. Uh, YouTube is pulling a PLD. Whoa, 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 whoa. 
Whoa there. Hold what? on. There. What? You two can't handle PLT. That's the problem. <laughs> Didn't even see that. Look at the moon for nobody. Everyone's pulled down. That's why. <laughs> I'm too hot for it. It's like the hot man. Me and the hot man together. Yeah. Too much to handle. That's too so much cool. to handle. All right. Well, okay. we had some we had some small schmo match. Oh my gosh. Schmo down matches this week. We that did? were we did. Uh, I don't know if you watched them or not. They were pretty amazing, though. We did. Yeah. yeah. I love oh, yeah, it. I recorded. I did reactions. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> when you did, Alex. You remember that? I don't know. It's This whole thing, this quarantine situation is really fucking my head up. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't remember what day it is anymore. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> if it wasn't for our recording schedule, I wouldn't know what day it was. <laughs> We're not kidding. I'm like just lost right now. <laughs> Honestly, that's the funny thing is I'm really going by our my call my call to action days. I'm like, okay, it's Sunday. We're doing call live. That's what's going on. Yep, that's what I'm doing too. It's the only reason I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, what's the first match we had was Brandon the Hot Man. Yeah, yep. no, I'm sorry. The hot man. I should be very upset if we say that, but I'm going to say it anyway. Hot the Wonka. Hot the hot Wonka. That's true. <laughs> if anybody wants to know what that is, you can either, either watch the action guys from earlier tonight that talk about it a little bit, or you can watch uh, Brian Parker's. Uh, Brian Parker. Parker. Brian Parker. <laughs> Parker. Brian Chandler's stream. Hot Wonka sounds like a porn parody of Willy Wonka. <laughs> that's the hot man. Hot Wonka. That's, man. that's Hot Wonka. <laughs> He dressed as Willy Wonka for Brianne Chandler's stream, the best program, best friends. Just because he wanted to entertain us. He knows we're going through yeah. a rough time. He wanted to entertain us, and I love him for that. And it is a beautiful. I say that's what I think of Brandy. That's what it is. I must be thinking of Brandy Parker. That's what it was. I, was, I saw her name in the chat, and it hit. That's what it is. It's on. <laughs> so, <laughs> and Lucas should be very proud of that screenshot. That's so true. Screenshot. It is one of the best I've ever seen. So <laughs> that's like the highlight of his entire life. He's going to be putting that on his tombstone. Well, you know what? There's times when, like, low-key... I want everyone to remember me by. Sometimes you do, like, these small things and low-key you're very excited about. Like, I still I still am excited at the fact that I was the one who coined Bagel Boy as uh, Ben Goddard's original nickname, even though he doesn't like it anymore. I'm mm -hmm. still proud of that moment. <laughs> but <laughs> either way. Brandon faces Chandru and Dahantapani from Swag, who is in our mm -hmm. chat again. We still don't know Swag, who's behind. Drip, drip. He don't know who's behind the Twitter account, but he is—he or she are in, in the chat. Um, and uh, this was a great match overall. Uh, I love this rivalry. I hope it's a rivalry that's not, not quite over yet. I know it's a little bit on life support after the match is over. It seems that's what Brandon was saying, but it was a great match. Chandru, Chandru's good. I mean, he yeah, definitely has been. He was pretty much perfect. Um, but Brandon is right there, right there with him, to be honest. He only missed a few. It wasn't like he was, even though it was a TKO, he still showed that he can hang with them. And yeah, I, he I can hang. Absolutely. absolutely. Well, well, the round one happened. Uh, they almost, they almost both were perfect. Hannah blinked once on the, the Selma Blair in Hellboy question. It was mm -hmm. where the girlfriend of Hellboy is, which let Chandra get the, the, uh, the Dewberry plus when he gets the, uh, the bonus name, mm -hmm. bonus point. So for round one, right there with it. I'm surprised she did that one. I, to me, that felt like a very much. It was a solid one pointer. It was very much a softball question. 
Um, so I, I don't know. I feel like I, I wasn't so much disappointed that he didn't know it. I was just very surprised he didn't know it because she is a like a reasonably like well known actress. I mean, she's in some of the most iconic teen movies ever. <laughs> I think sometimes you can like study inner geekdom so hard. Exactly. That, like, for, you... like for not prioritizing correctly almost. Right. So like it's, yeah. so it seems like almost like the, the other character, the other questions are kind of like, let's say that's, I don't know if you ever saw that SpongeBob episode when he was told to, uh, he had to remove everything except fine dining from his head. And at the end, he couldn't even remember his name yeah. because he had nothing else but fine dining in his head. It's the same yeah. type of thing, I think. He had everything in his head until it was I'll just in a geekdom. That makes sense to me. I'm like, where you're focusing on the show. details so much, you kind of, you get thrown by a question like that. You're like, wait, what? I've been paying attention oh, to serial numbers and spaceships and stuff. What are right. you doing? <laughs> You okay, girl? <laughs> my, I don't know. Like my thing just like fell out of nowhere. Oh no, you're having earthquakes now too. Close to it and just like slam shut. Sorry. <laughs> but either way, uh, that's all right. That's all right. We got. I have a guest in my house. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so yeah, so Hannah blinks a little bit. Um, it's eleven and nine. We go into round two. Chandru spins uh, Star Trek. And he goes nearly perfect. He just has to go to, well, he's perfect, but he has to go to multiple choice for one. So all of a sudden it's 20 to nine. And uh, that was a tough, it's going to be a tough hill to climb out of. That's an interesting question. I know that the action guys always like to spin second. Um, mm -hmm. But there is the, mm -hmm. Kevin Smith has always said he likes to go first because he wants to like put that foot on the throat, so to speak. And yeah, like, it's a long moment still there. So I, don't, I still don't know which is. Which works more for you? Do you want to know if you're you, what hill you got to climb, or do you want to just it's straightforward? Well, I mean, at that point, it just depends on what kind of competitor you are. Like some people, if like if you get a perfect round, first round, you're like, you know what? I the momentum's really good right now. I just want to get out of the way while while the adrenaline's going. So mm. spinning first is like would be might be like a really great option for you um, versus if you maybe if if you're like one of those people that overanalyzes and you start over overthink things uh you might think to yourself oh if i if i end up spinning second i'm gonna start getting over my head trying to do trying to figure out how many points i would need in order to beat them and how much they would need in order to beat me and etc so it just kind of depends on the competitor I definitely get both arguments. I could definitely see what you're saying in a way, especially because in a case like Intergeekdom, especially Intergeekdom, um, it always seems like they're so knowledgeable nowadays that it really does come down to a who's going to blink first. And once Brandon yeah. blinked, it's like, okay, now I got to put this, I'll put the foot to the, uh, the metal, what is it? Pedal to the metal oh, and just poof, go. So that might be what happened there. So, I mean, it, it worked. 20 to 9 also almost seems, almost seemed into un. Like indefeatable at that point. It was like Brandon had to like kick complete ass, and mm -hmm. it's yeah. it's hard to do. Um, yeah, that is what it is. So we go to Hannah. Another point, actually, I'm, I'm going to make, but I'll yeah. bring it up when we talk about Hannah. Because Hannah gets a uh, DCEU or whatever you call it nowadays. It's whatever like, it is now, next to DCEU, and he does well. Uh, he got three. I think it was like two thirds of them, but he got like one multiple choice. But the problem was he had the one answer that. Uh, Chandra's able to steal. And I've heard that argument. People said that Chandra's second round were tougher questions. Um, Chandra got them. Um, but Janine Machine made a great point. And I won't remember what chat it was, but I started making a point that Chandra's questions were hard, but they seem to be those kind of detailed questions that you would study. 
like the mm -hmm. year they had space travel, the name of the system. It's always those information that would pop out of you if you were going to study. Like you, those yeah. are, I, that's something that's going to be a question. <laughs> Whereas Brandon's question, the one he got wrong that Chandra did steal on, was the name of what kind of car did Bruce Wayne have? In uh, was it Justice League? I think or mm -hmm. uh, one of those. So also it's like it was like a BMW, Mercedes Benz. It's not that kind of a question that you would like. It's not the kind of detail that you would study, but it's almost like that's the question. It's almost like a guessing question. Mm -hmm. So it's like some people say it's easier, but I would actually say it's not something you're going to study more. So to I me, that that. Was a, that was a harder question. That was a great point, Virginia. I didn't really think about it once you said that. Though I was like, that makes a lot of sense to me. I don't know. That what makes sense to me too. Mm -hmm. Alex, do you, do you happen to agree with us? Yeah. Okay. Well, wow. holy shit! We just all agreed. We all agreed on something. Shut <laughs> I'm drunk. That's why. We're up because shit's gonna hit the fan. <laughs> that's why we we already had this show taken down once. That might take it again. That might make it happen again. Oh, looks like we actually have a maybe a friend coming in. There's Danny here. Danny's here. Yay! Let me bring him here. There's Danny. Hello. That could be it. Alice might not have been listening to us and she's just agreeing because that No, it's not that. I thought I heard a sound back here, so it's weird. I don't know. My house is haunted. I thought I heard a weird squeak thing. I thought the cat's made. It doesn't matter. It's the ghost. It's the ghost in my house. Danny, you missed a big to do. We actually got taken down. I okay, so I saw a little bit of that. I was trying to get ready when all of that happened. So, what happened? What are we not allowed to talk about right now? We don't know. We, don't we know. think we, we know that YouTube has said that uh, they're like half talking about half mast again. Alex, stop it. We're talking about half mast, and uh, YouTube is taken down just more things that might not even be against the rules. It just mm -hmm. happened to be that way. And because we have David B. original music, so it couldn't be our music. No. Um, yeah. Unless they're mad that Alex had White Claw, I did. Label. Like, I was, like, drinking it like, or it was just Alex's hot take like, in general. Like Alex being Alex being wrong so hot hardcore that also could be offensive. <laughs> That's um, right. The cat suggested it was upset that you weren't here, there so that uh, kicked us off. Like you kept yelling without Danny. So <laughs> sorry. So <laughs> the uh, moral story yeah. we don't really know. We're gonna find yeah, out. We don't know. We're we're good here. We got our we got our people back. We got you on board. I feel like we're we're a better place now. So um, we just start talking about Brandon and Chandru. To sum up, Brandon had a good first round, but Chandru had a perfect first round. Um, we're just in the end of the second round where Chandru was up 21 to 16. Do you have anything to say about the match in the first two rounds, Danny, or do you want to just keep plowing forward? What a bummer. Um, mm -hmm. I love Chandru, uh, you know, good on Chandru and and all of that stuff. Um, obviously, we're talking about spoilers, so <laughs> um, good on Chandru, all of that stuff, but man, I really wanted. Brandon Hannah to win this match. So, oh yeah, we did want to miss one more thing. Um, I should put that up there. We are all rooting for the hot man. Oh yeah, we are all rooting for that. the hot Wonka. The hot, hot Wonka. Wonka. Hashtag hot Wonka. Wonka. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So okay, that at that point we're down. Chandra was up 21-16. At that point, it almost seemed like inevitable. Um, I felt badly for Brandon, but he really had to like sweep it to have any real shot and. He got us two, but then missed Negasonic, and then he missed Bravo Leader. And it was all over before it even seemed like it started. And I just, my heart broke for him, because I know he's been, not that Chandra hasn't worked his ass off, but I know Brandon has been really, really working his ass off. So, yeah, yeah. 
What's your, what's happening right now? Lucas. What? Thank you, Mark Riley, if you're actually out there, if you're uh, retweeting the link, that's uh, very appreciated as always. We love well, Mark Riley sure. here. Um, so I guess we should talk about the, the post-match interviews. Yes. Um, now, I don't, you guys aren't wrestling fans, are Are any of you wrestling fans? No. Okay. Because what I saw this whole time through, this actually reminded me of a very classic wrestling moment. Um, I'm going to really piss off some wrestling fans. I can't remember it was WrestleMania 14, 13, something like that. Bret Hart versus Steve Austin. Stone Cold Steve Austin was the bad guy, the heel, and Bret Hart was the good guy. He was the face. In the main event at WrestleMania, they, they fought, and it was the most story. The storyline went, and they were to do it so naturally. They had what was called the first double turn. So by the end of the match, Bret Hart was the bad guy and being booed, whereas Stone Cold is 13. Thank you, Ferris. WrestleMania 13. Uh, at the end, Austin was being cheered. He came into the, the, the ring booed. He left being cheered. Brett came in being cheered. And he left being booed. Whoa. I feel like that's kind of what happened. It's never been pulled off quite as good as that ever again. This magic kind of happened. I think at the end, Chandra was showing a big heel tendency. Whereas wow. big heel tendency. Brett is going to play somebody he can beat. Brett's going to find players he can okay, beat. Okay, sure. I mean, like, here we go. <laughs> dip, dip, dip. I'm a drip drip guy. I'm gonna start dancing because Brandon Hand is a slash sus. Whereas Brandon was like respectfully, he respectfully did you know Challenger's a great man. He was he it happened, he he was the better man today, he beat me. It was a classic double fade, double turn at that point. And Chandra was acting like an arrogant he was acting arrogant at the end. I mean, let's face it, okay. he was big heel I don't know. I feel like that might be a little stretching, um, personally. Um, because maybe it was, maybe it was like it was like a throwaway line, and it will lead to something more. But I mean, he was talking about he was like going on about how he's thanking the fans. He was just like, everyone's helping me with training, and I'm so grateful. Everyone's so amazing. I'm thanking Winston. I'm thanking everyone, and it's just like, and it it, it felt very face like to me. I I understand and that line itself was very it was kind of heelish. Don't get me wrong, but I I feel like there's a lot of gray area where uh like there's more faces have like these itty bitty heel moments and a lot of um also but a lot of heels are having these itty bitty face moments as well so i don't feel like it's just hot and cold anymore it's not he is making the, he is making the big turn he's been doing a lot of things the oh it's okay the dance, dancing is a big turn you get the next one brandon you get the next one so dance it's just not a turn at all here we go. Again. <laughs> okay, Alex. It's not a heel thing. Yo, it's a heel thing when you're dancing on somebody's grave. Brandon showed what a face is. When he was dancing, he wasn't he only danced during the intro. If you're dancing on someone's grave, it's you're dancing like during the post interview. Darren usually has your back, and he's and he's saying nay. He's saying nay, nay, tap out. <laughs> Alex, you are living in denial. That's true. <laughs> He is. I should show her right. I should show you wrestling to show you exactly what he is. I don't care. I don't matter. This is, a, by the way, I have to point this out. This is the classic Alex. I I, I lost, but I don't want to admit I lost. Okay, <laughs> hey, whatever. Okay, okay, whatever. Okay, anymore. I don't care anymore. So that's not a real move. <laughs> See that face right there? Look at that face. Look at that face. That's oh, just my face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
<laughs> this is just my face. And my face, my natural face is apparently heel. It's a good face. Give that wig. It's that a very heel face, which is kind of counter. This is awkward, <laughs> but we have no control over them. You know what? Maybe, hey, I think Sadi, I think you're right on the news. Maybe my love for Chandra is cladding my judgment. I'm going into this with a very biased way. Because I, I personally, I am, I'm an admin for his group. And so I have a very, like, very specific point of view going into this. Like, I don't, I don't talk to, I talk to Chandra more consistently. I don't talk to Haman all that much. But what, and so going into it, I don't have that perception that, Chandra could be a heel in any way, really, except for these itty bitty moments. And sure, I mean, like he, those the those itty bitty moments, sure they can be heelish. But I mean, like if that's the case, I, I would say literally any interview that Roca has, heck, Merle has had, can be heelish and in, in their own Merle? ways. Merle has had higher interviews where he's just like, yeah. I'm chill, but I still won. I still kicked your ass, but you know, no big deal. That's I don't it. see me. I could see Maroka. Well, yeah, Maroka. I well, feel like I, was gonna say, I feel like the moment you realize it was totally off script and doing the heel thing or whatever is Winston's face when he said that. Like he his face just went, oh God, and he just or, like healed over. <laughs> I, I don't remember that. Okay. Well, how about this? <laughs> I need to go back and rewatch it. Like, or how about this? You can go back and rewatch it. That's fine. Wrestling, wrestling announcer, professional wrestling announcer, Jen Sturger, stopped the interview and said, I think somebody needs to learn what a face is. Yes. That's <laughs> he poorly Jen said it right there. Right there. Somebody needs to learn a face. Chandra was supposed to be a face, and he was acting at a heel. Yeah. That's the difference. If yeah. you're supposed to be a face, you got to act like a face. And Chandra was supposed to be a face. He's supposed to Now be. I think they're going to turn him heel because it's kind of inevitable. He's you can't. Act too heel. Yeah, I feel like yeah, I do feel like um, you know, Hannah, he definitely was very much a face by the in, in the post interviews. He was just like, you know what, I'm excited to go into this rivalry and continue it. And you know, he was very grateful for everyone. And he's like, I'm gonna keep trying, I'm gonna do whatever I can, keep studying and everything. This is my favorite thing to do. Um, but I felt like yeah, he was definitely a face <laughs> you know, exiting. That's pretty funny, Garth. I gotta give Garth credit on that one. <laughs> Robert, that's a good question. I mean, it's nineties dance court. Can you have one person doing the Macarena? How does that work? Does it even work? I don't even know. <laughs> Either way, okay, okay. We're off the Is that a copyright or strike or you a strike for dancing? Who is the Macarena? But well, that's that's that. Okay, that last the topic. I mean, I think you're going to see. I think you're going to be surprised. I think they're going to make Chandra more heel now because I think that's his tendency. If he leads that way. Whether or not he's, I, he's not supposed to be, but now I think they have to do it that way. Whereas Brandon's obviously, they're trying to turn him face now. I mean, that looked, I, that was totally not anything that Brandon's ever done before. So, perfect time to bring out the hot man officially. Yeah, ben, <laughs> and Ben said that best during the action guys tonight. It would be a nice, because he's lost a few times now, mm -hmm. it'd be a great way to, like, that's sometimes what happens when you lose sometimes. You, you switch your gimmick up, you switch your character up, and rebrand. It's a, a re, rebirth, so to speak, just like uh, the, the delinquent. Yes, I'm, I'm just imagining uh, Brandon Hanna singing "Lost in the Woods" from Frozen Two. <laughs> <laughs> yes, his next entrance. I'm down for that. Yeah. <laughs> Jake could clip could clip that out. That's actually true. <laughs> Lucas. Uh, Lucas was really scared of him for the first year they were dating because he constantly thought I was mad at him. But I was like, "That's no, that's my resting face," <laughs> and he's like, "Oh." 
I thought you were still like pissed at me, and I was like, no. To be fair, I think he probably still thinks that because you could just like attack him at any time. I feel like you're gonna just knife him at any second. I always feel that. No, I would never just knife him at any time. He would know exactly when I would knife him. (laughs) Oh boy! No, I know. (laughs) Fair enough. But yeah, (laughs) that's that's pretty on point. Well, now we're amused. Now we that, are amused. That's funny. All right. Do you have any anything further to add on this match, anybody, or should we move on? No, I'm just interested to see what what happens next time we see Chandru. Is yeah. we're just Fair enough. see. Fair enough. Okay. Well, we'll find out. We'll find out soon. He's got to have a match. Well, not soon. Now, well, what is going on? But yeah, soon ish. Soon as the when we get back uh, on a full round, we'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what do we want to the next match? Yes. All right. Well, we had Roka versus Oyama. And I had named this video a very cute name based on that match, and then it was gone. So I didn't even see it. What was it? It said The Tale of the Little Mountain and the Bigger Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is why. Did we see uh, Roka, that little thing on, on the on the, in the Yes. That was, was like, I fun. know it doesn't mean. <laughs> um, <laughs> people, people, we were really legitimately upset about that. That's going up on on Twitter like right now. (laughs) Hold on, I can just do that. Wait, hold on. I'm saving that right now. Uh, Everyone needs to see that. Reading it out. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag hot wonka. Hot wonka. That's so funny. Hot wonka. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lucas. That that was something very. Tweet it out. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new shirt. It's a new shirt. Look at that right. on his shirt. <laughs> Get Billy Belford to make that, make that a shirt. <laughs> we are losing the stream. We are losing the ground here. All right. Okay. So Little Mountain versus the Big Mountain. Yeah. Uh, people were actually taking very, getting very upset because Roca said that Roca meant Big Mountain in Spanish. Come on, guys. It's, it was a fun promo. That's it all was, it was. Like, obviously, I like not, what, it does not mean Big Mountain in Spanish. No. Right. Yeah. Obviously, like, it means the fourth, fourth biggest mountain in Spanish. It means the fourth big, Oh, <laughs> Paul. <laughs> Too <Calm> soon. <laughs> John and Roca, you know I love you. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I went, so we went into this match with Roca and Oyama, and, and it played out pretty um Honestly, it played out pretty much how I, I kind of thought it might go if Roka concentrated on, on Oyama. Um, mm-hmm. They both had a great first round, but Oyama blinked. He had missed out on the Christopher Lloyd question. Uh, mm-hmm. Judge who played Judge Juman and Roger Rabbit. Uh, but that was a sad one for me. I knew that one. Um, but I grew up in the 80s. I don't know if everyone else knew that one. I kind of feel like it might be a generational thing, maybe. Did you guys know the answer to that question? Nope, I didn't. Okay. Which question? Uh, who played Judge Drew, Judge Doom in Roger Rabbit? Oh, yeah, yeah, oh wait. Okay. Yeah, that's the Christopher Lloyd Christopher question. Christopher Lloyd question. Yeah, yeah. No, I did know that one. I'm sorry. I thought you asked something else. I think I did guess Christopher Walken. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know oh, that's a, a very different Chris. Chris. <laughs> very different Chris. Him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, now it's like, oh, 
<laughs> so they've been asked that question. That's why they should have been drafted. Clearly, they knew why they should have been drafted. Sure. Know. Somebody draft them. <laughs> so Roka gets the Dewberry plus. He gets the uh, bonus question as well. Um, so we went on to round two. Oyama spins SNL, but then just declines to take it. Does anybody what? know what SNL movies are? I mean, is it like the do you have to have the SNL brand? Like the well, listen, they movie? haven't and apparently they haven't clarified Claire. that. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. no one's no one's actually actively selected it, but also even Harloff and Ellis, they've even mentioned that yeah, they haven't really even admitted to either. If it's just movies such as Fever Pitch with Jimmy Fallon and right. you know other SNL former cast members, or if it's like SNL specific movies like Coneheads that are based off of SNL skits. Right. Yeah, in that case, there's like there's like less than fifteen movies. Um, so very very different kind of thing. So um, some people are saying it seems like it's definitive. I mean, I don't. I, I haven't heard either way. I would think it would well, be. I haven't admitted that, uh, Garth. I I, that. Yeah, I was it on backstage or on the guy's stream. One of the somewhere somebody said that there's not been clarification to at least yeah. players yet. I mean, it's true that, that otherwise, if it wasn't, there'd be just thousands of movies. It'd be kind of a, a no. There, there wouldn't be thousands. It would be sure Eddie Murphy's had a bunch of movies. Mike Myers had a bunch of movies. I mean, anybody who's been in Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, okay. In that case, like any, like a lot of MCU movies with RDJ. Because he was on SNL yep. for a season. Yep. That's true. All of that would count. Mm -hmm. Anytime. I mean, news movies with Anthony Michael Hall. It could be anything. I mean, yep. anybody who it's ever appeared. Very... Could it be someone who hosted Saturday Night Live? I mean, technically, I mean, how, that's ridiculous. Yeah. But I think I it's going to be the sketches. But like I said, I also like they've clarified that per se. But I would assume that would be the only way to do it. Because yeah, you're right. It would be insane. Similar to Nora Ephron as well. Because she's helped co-write. Um, she's helped uh, penning like uh, this a lot of the script for like almost like 30, 40 movies, but she's mm -hmm. directed like less than 10. And so there's like some like, and Nora Ephron has been spun once, but it still wasn't 100% clarified. Right. right. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm going to assume until we hear differently. I would assume I would assume that it would be the sketches, just the sketches. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but no one's taken it yet. No we'll one's yet. Yeah, but we didn't find out today because Oyama spun away from him. So yep. uh, instead, he went with the YA adaptions that Alex Mack is very excited about. How well did you do, Alex? I actually did pretty solid. Did you do solid? It's yeah. one of my stronger categories too, yeah. ever like, which oh, I'm yeah. kind of embarrassed about, but yet I'm not. <laughs> well, the last question, which Roka even um, that Roka ended up stealing, um, I like I personally the reaction. I guess I was like Louisiana because it's a Cajun family. It's a whole thing in the movie where there it's like Cajun. Um, is it? It's a, they're from a Cajun family. They're from a Cajun state that just moved there, and it's a whole thing. And I read the book, a book's beautiful creatures, like way back in the day and I was on a high school but I remember it dominantly being there but thing is it was all it was also filmed in Louisiana even though it's set in South Carolina okay. but also the characters they moved like halfway like a quarter of the way through the movie from Louisiana there so that's that's why it was kind of iffy <laughs> so then that's why I personally that's why I guess Louisiana that's true, but they're not always the same. So yeah, it, um, it helps though. Yeah. It does help significantly. Yeah, I feel yeah, it can help a little bit, but not always. Mm -hmm. True. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's 
That is the answer. Brandon Buckingham when Roka's soul left his body. He got very excited. Very, very excited when he got that answer correct. <laughs> um, so, but that's a big poll. That's a big swing right there. And also they made it 13-11 at that point. So, um, <laughs> then Roka spins uh, Matt and Ben, which is one of my, I like that category. I like that one quite a lot. D, uh, Damon and, and Affleck. Even though we don't have a specific on that as well, but I figure it's any movie that stars Affleck and, or Damon or is it directed yeah, by Damon or directed by Affleck. I thought it had to be movies where they co-star together. That's what I initially thought. I don't think that no. ended up being the case, yeah, though. So. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's why I was like, oh, surprise. So, there was, I remember specifically the Damon being directed by mm-hmm. George Clooney question, which I knew was different. And then Affleck was not in that one, so... Mm-hmm. Um, but Roka did well with that. Um, but Oyama misses his chance to steal. Um, I forgot the question was on that, but either way, I mean, everybody remembers that. So it was down 16 13, and it just seemed like it was well within Oyama's reach. Mm-hmm. And it was close. Three. And then round three Very happened. Yep. Gets his two, misses his three, and misses his five. Roy and Roka gets a, uh, yep. a TKO. There is a Thread out there. Somebody has said that Roka has been uh, Roka. Or I'm sorry. Oyama should have challenged the third question or the three point question because uh, the answer being Ellis Island. It was about what place in New York do they go, and Ellis Island is at least at least partially or mostly in New Jersey. So I don't know if that would have been a good challenge or not. I don't know how. Sometimes like, people say they would challenge it. I'm like, well, yeah. Sometimes it's worth it because even if you are partially wrong, if they don't want to deal with it or not sure how to check it, they'll just. Give you I, a question or something. Bateman is the perfect example. He totally bullshit his bullshit his way yep. a couple of challenges mm-hmm. at one point or another. So I would say it's always worth a challenge if it could. So but that's on him and the manager. No one said anything. So yeah, I mean, very true. So, but yeah, that was a sad part. And then uh, so Roka wins. Roka gets a TKO. But I will say that even though he was TKO'd, I think Oyama has shown a lot of grit, a lot of heart. He uh, came back from getting his ass kicked by Ben and Spectacular. Did mm-hmm. well with a team match. And I think he did a good showing against Roka. So I think he... Uh, how did he like his character now that he switched his character up? How, have you guys been liking the new Oyama? Or the I actually, like the new Oyama. As I yeah. call him, the, the new old Oyama, really. This is actually more yeah, this genuinely... This seems like more genuinely Paul Oyama. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm liking it a lot. I think it's it's like it's a good change. I, I like him in that. No, no uh, sunglasses, no uh, leather jacket. I like it. Yeah, I hope he just embraces um, Sweet Baby Paul. I hope he finally embraces the nickname that I have given him for many, many years now. <laughs> Sweet Baby Sweet Paul. Baby Paul. Yeah. I don't think he'll ever embrace that. I, don't think. <laughs> I would. <laughs> I think it's more likely to embrace Drying Baby. Yeah. Remember that he one. did embrace Giant Baby. He did embrace Giant Baby. That's true. <laughs> Want to know about that? Go watch the Action Movie Anatomy episode with Children of Men, and that's the chat there. That's you'll you'll get that. <laughs> um, but the, you know, at the end, another thing we should talk about real quick, at least touch base on the final scene, the uh, cutscene with Jen and yeah. Oyama. That was not, it was very nice. It's you always wonder because. It is a directed thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, we know that there was definitely some actual real life tension there. There was some real, yeah. Um, especially between Paul and a lot of people. And Jen called him out on Facebook. Yep. So if this was genuinely meant, 
uh, genuine thing, then that's that is is awesome. And I hope that is. I really hope that's the case. I really hope that Paul's got a made amends that people have taken that to heart and that steps have been made. Um, and yeah, Chris, it was great seeing Jen in the cutscene. Um, but did anybody, I'm just curious if anybody in here or in the chat did anybody question the genuine genuinity of it at all, or did you buy take it for face value? Um. Uh, ultimately, I, I watched the, the that cutscene twice actually because I wanted to like to rewatch it. The first time I watched it, I immediately kind of thought like, "Oh, is this just to kind of like just put a damper on that so that Paul can do this new face more like you know welcoming, happy turn?" But then when I rewatched, I'm like, "No, I th I think whether it's as much of a men's as it seems or not, I think there's a truce at least, and they did that to kind of just you know put an end to that whole era." If that makes sense. No, Jake, I said genuinity. That's a hard word to say, genuinity. But anyway. <laughs> and Danny or Alex, anything, any thoughts on that at all? I mean, it's pretty spot on. I, I do um, I do feel like I came from a very specific, genuine place. Um, you know, I I think it's, it's, it's really there to help solidify how Oyama is a face. Um, but also, I'm really kind of curious if, you know, Jen might be towards the end of the season, maybe we'll have a manager fallout and Jen might end up like taking the place or something along those lines. Who knows? Or taking on maybe even more of an advisory role similar to Grace or Jay potentially. Who knows? That'd be cool. Yeah. Never going to turn out uh, more Jen. Actually, exactly. I think I love Jen. Yeah, I love more Jen. Jen. <laughs> I think Chris is a good point. This is kind of where I sit. I kind of wonder if this was like a Christian saying, you know what? Let's throw. We know there's a beef there. We want to get this passed. We so let's like throw exactly. it in there. Um, mm -hmm. But perhaps at the same time, Jen embraced and said, you know what? Paul did try. Let's yeah. let's make it work. So maybe a little bit of both. Yeah. A little bit of force, a little force truce that they go uh, again. Yeah, I think it was important to have uh, Jen do that with Paul yeah. because um, uh, a few people know from just behind the scenes stuff and Facebook stuff about how vocal Jen was about the whole situation. Mm -hmm. So I think having Jen do that scene with Paul adds a little bit more um, validity to it. So it just kind of gives yeah. it a little bit more weight to show that Paul is trying to change as a person and as a character inside of the Schmodown and that the Schmodown crew is embracing it and allowing him to uh, to make those men's. So yeah. I think that uh, it was a good scene. Definitely a good scene to have. So yeah, Jen is a great actress and I love her. But I also know she's she's very true to herself and stuff. I think if she wasn't okay with it, she wouldn't have done it. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, hundred percent. So the fact that she's involved in it all shows it has to be at least so much anyway. Yeah, very good point. Very good point. So give me that. Okay. Anything further in that match? Mm -mm. Um. Nope. No. It was a it was a good match. It was a solid match. This whole season is every match has been very entertaining and interesting, and it's been a great season and. Now I'm sad because we have to space them out more mm -hmm. because of stuff. So, yeah. It's actually something that I want. Good night, Ed. Have a good night. Um, I do think that this is actually what I was going to talk about on some more research I did. Mm -hmm. Now, Christian has kind of said we're stepping back. We're trying to space things out. We have a certain amount of matches filmed. Mm -hmm. They obviously can't film any right now and not for the foreseeable future. For yeah. How long? We don't know. Yep. Um, from what I've heard, I don't know if this is 
me talking behind the scenes or if I've heard this on a stream or something, um, but they do cut down to one match a week like the plan was. They, we have about eight weeks. There's about eight matches that are filmed. I've heard that. I don't know if that's, the, if that's a completely valid number or not. Mm-hmm. Somebody else has heard, let me know. Um, but I think we should we should talk about what matches we know about. I don't know what's filmed and what's not, but we do have some guesstimates on it, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, matches that I've come up with when I did some research yesterday, looking at some things last night. Mm-hmm. I think it's, I think there's one match that I know was filmed, and that would be Robert Parker versus Ace Cabrera. So I know that's a match we're getting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, and I'm 99% sure, and I don't know if this one has been announced yet or not, but I think next week we're supposed to be getting the Pride. Uh, ben Goddard and Rachel Silvestrini versus the Butcher Boys, Elwood Mookin and Vinny Mancuso. Mm-hmm. I remember and that was filmed was. on Kaiser's birthday. That was definitely filmed. I, th- I was 99% sure I wasn't 100% sure. Yes. Yeah. I think next week. Okay. It was. So that's mm-hmm. two out of our eight. Yeah. I remember um, sending Rachel like a bazillion and one questions. <laughs> right. I do remember that now. And, I think about it. Yeah. I was like sending her and she's like, awesome. I'll review them to, right before the match. And I was like, oh, shit. Right. And then. It was Kaiser's birthday, so shit hit the fan. <laughs> <laughs> As it does. A full, it was a fun night, that apparently. So. Now, other men, other matches that have been announced. Now, there's a couple of matches that have been announced but aren't going to happen. They definitely weren't filmed. Like Kevin versus Mara was announced, but then Mara's health issues took place. So that wasn't going to happen. Obviously, Andrew Guy and Kalinowski was going to take place in Houston, so that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, corruption versus Founding Fathers. Um, I got to believe that hasn't taped yet. I got to believe that would be something they were going to save for a big live event anyway, for the championship match. Yeah, I would think it's not filmed. Um, yeah. But so that leaves us with a couple of matches still left here. Uh, Christian talked about the uh, Hurricane, Hater Paramo versus Brittany Young from Glow. Mm-hmm. I think that was the way that Christian was talking. I kind of feel like that was taped, but I don't know. Um, we got Who's the Boss versus The Odd Couple, which I thought was taped, but I don't know entirely for certain as far as I can say. Um, but also we got Claudia Dahl versus Eric Barnes, the war father, Jen Kemp versus Marisol okay. McKee. Okay. Um, and then the two ones I don't know about for sure, Josh McCougar versus Elliot Dewberry, but I don't know if that was more of a like a, a wannabe oh, match, that hopeful match kind of thing. Maybe I wasn't actually done. Um, and then finally, the one I really think must have been filmed. I gotta think I gotta say it's been filmed. Roka versus Irwin. Because uh, Roka beating Paul was supposed to face the winner of Irwin Snyder, and Irwin won that match. Mm-hmm. So I kind of oh. feel like that one was taped. And I mean, we're going to build up to that one, I think, if Christian does it right. Because that's the big match, because whoever wins that goes on to face Mr. Merle. Yep. So, any uh, thoughts on which ones maybe are going to be seeing and not going to be seeing? Um, I I figure, like, the, the first m- matchups, like, not where the competitors won and then moving on, I think those ones are filmed. You know what I mean? For the most part, like the, the round one matches. Right. So like uh, with Brittany and everything like that. With um, So I think those ones are for sure. I, I don't know how many sequential matches have been filmed though. I would think those are the ones that are probably hadn't gotten to yet. Okay. Any thoughts, Danny, on that? I think that um, <clears throat> I really want to see John Roca versus Dan Merle again. That's definitely one that I would absolutely, absolutely love to see. So I hope that no matter what happens, we can figure out a way to, to get that match going on. 
Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, let's see. Got here. Yeah, Garth. That was actually that one already. That one already aired. So that one definitely, mm -hmm. that one definitely aired. Mm -hmm. um, it, yeah, it aired several weeks ago. Uh, mm -hmm. Barry McCrugger going to be the Houston undercard. That's not what I had heard. I think Christian had said it was going to be a title match. It was going to be the undercard. So I don't think that's the case. That's why I think Dewberry mm -hmm. that the chance that Dewberry and uh, McCrugger were filmed possibly. But mm -hmm. again, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I really oh. wouldn't hear about a Merle Rogan match. No, I I love them both individually. I think they're fantastic competitors. Is it gonna happen? Obviously, at some point. I'm just so over it. Obviously, <laughs> it's just oh. like duh. I Good. mean, yeah, because you know, obviously, founding fathers and you know need more points, and Finstock Strange they definitely need more points. It's just like. Come on, man. Just, just spread it around a little bit. Come on. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing about that. I know there's a lot of people um, who brought this up. Like people the fourth their, time this happened. The same time, but the same time, it's like they've earned it. I mean, yeah, I was a Red Sox fan. But I, I also, I don't. I understand that they earned it, but I don't care. It's just like I, I want to see more blood. I want to see new teams that I'm not familiar with. I'm waiting for all these new fantastic competitors that we have been heard so much about. Like I'm dying to see Parker finally debut. When the fuck was that going to happen? Well, like, that's true. But you know, we've we heard about all these awesome new competitors. Yeah, we've barely had a handful of rookie matches. So it's kind of frustrating that we've all only like really seen a lot of these competitors we've already seen before yet this the is way to spread the love new competitor is for people to play better to be able to, to challenge them and get knocked them out of the picture if oyama had beaten roca okay <laughs> those are they're not rookie competitors if oyama, beat, if oyama had beaten roca he would it would be oyama versus Irwin, and the winner yeah. versus merle then I mean, it's just has to, they keep winning. That's the thing. It's like the Yankee. Like when I said, I was a huge Red Sox fan. The Yankees kept kicking our ass in the late nineties. Yeah. I got fucking sick of it. I'm like, God damn the fucking Yankees. Well, you know what? The Yankees keep winning because they were better than us at that point. And that's what happens. You gotta. Okay. And also Lucas, I just do want to clarify on up here is that it's not so much like he doesn't deserve to win. He absolutely does deserve to win. He deserves to win. And all of his matches have been awesome. He, you can guarantee every Merle match he's in. It's fantastic. Thing is, I know going into it, he's going to win. But that's, I mean, every so he shouldn't play. Alex the heat. So he shouldn't play because he's been when he went up against Bateman, I was like, I love you, Bateman, but obviously it's going to be moral. When he goes up against Roca, I'm like, Roca, you're one of my top five players of all time. Sorry, but it's going to be moral. Against any other competitor, I'm sorry, you're not going to win. It's moral. So, so you're basically, you're saying, you're saying that Dan Merle shouldn't be allowed to play. No, I think he should. It's just so obvious that he's going to win every fucking time. He doesn't, he doesn't then beat him. Every single time he wins, and beat him. Get he somebody did. together and beat him. Bateman came close to beating him. Bateman no one was, can beat him. It feels like Bateman came very close to beating him. Bateman was, uh, and um, he didn't. You're right. He didn't. So Bateman <laughs> got to suck it up, and Bateman got to go back and and. Uh, I love that, and it. it didn't happen. But it is what it is. You can't blame Dan. If Dan's gonna win, he gets to play. It's that simple. That's, That's what a sport is. That's why it's just like people get sick like, of the winners. 
it's like the whole Tom Brady situation. He's been so good for so long. I'm like, well, duh, duh, they're going to have like five or six, however many. So beat him. It's not ready. So beat him. The Giants beat him. It's going to happen eventually. Isn't that going to be great? When Isn't that going to be great when Dan actually does lose? I mean, not that I want Dan to lose, but like that moment where somebody does talk. I mean, Burrow's lost before. I, hey, Mark. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> is that another five seasons in order for him to finally lose? Am I gonna, are we going to have to wait that long, that much buildup, in order for him to finally lose? I mean, he's lost before. I mean, let's not, let's not, let's not say I mean, he has lost before. Roka beat him. Oh, wow. Once. I mean, like he, Dan, Dan beat him. I mean, not Dan, uh, Christian beat him. Mark, Mark didn't beat him, but Christian beat him. Mark, if we, we, you do, you should come back, Mark. You should. <laughs> I, I, I would pay to see Mark come back and do that. Love and respect you. Hey, one more thing. Brad, okay. he says one more thing. It's moral. Who can. Okay, who can you say is at the same level, exact same level as Marl? I, I you guys want to know against him. Under him. And you guys want to know against him, and he TKO'd him. So anything can happen. And Guy, I love Guy. That's one of my favorite matches of all time. Even Guy said it. That will never That's happen it. again. And he even calls it kind of a potential fluke. Yeah, we're, we're not going to talk about it being a fluke on this channel. Uh, <laughs> with the way it happened. Uh, but I mean, I, I don't listen. Listen, I get what you're saying. I do get what you're saying. But the case is, that's what the sport is. You have to have somebody that's going to have to beat him at some point, and that's the challenge. You want somebody to face him yeah. and beat him. Roka beat him. So having Roka face Merle, I, I want someone to beat him so bad because I'm so bored with Merle fucking winning. Well, then again, no, Merle earns it. He deserves every win that he does because he is so fantastic whenever he wins. He puts on like the best performance, he gives us the best matches. But that being said, every time, no matter what, I I, he wins no matter what. I love how Alex is just pissed. That Dan Merle is a great competitor. <laughs> Dan is so good. That. That. Real drama because of it. No, no, it's that it's understandable, and uh, you totally get that because we everyone does kind of go into any match that Dan Merle has with that sort of mentality behind it, like, oh well, it's Dan, so exactly. Yeah, I mean, every probably gonna win potentially. They're like oh. even Bateman. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna try my hardest. I'm gonna give the best match ever. But it's Dan Merle. I'm probably. But you know what? You need an undercard as a defending champion. Let me slide this in here. Uh, Dan Merle is amazing. At, <laughs> I, 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 I know. I realized when I said, I said it, I kind of heard it and it's yeah. phrasing. I get it. But I gotta say, one of the best things now. This is not a heel face talk, but every. My best. Good sport has <laughs> every good sport needs like a villain for your hero to be. I brought up the Yankees Red Sox again. The Yankees okay. kicked the Red Sox. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me finish. Let me finish. When the Yankees played the Red Sox in 2003, it was the most heartbreaking loss in Red Sox history. Heartbreaking. I got on my floor in a field position and cried. That's how that's how upset I was when they lost. But that made 2004, when the Red Sox came back from down 03 in the ALCS, 
It never been done in baseball history. They came back and beat the Yankees. They finally toppled the. They finally toppled Mount Olympus. It wow. made it so much better and so wow. much better. And Merle so actually. I guess what I'm hearing here is that I have to wait like five fucking years in order for that had to happen. Where is okay if if Dan Merle is the ultimate face. He is the Luke Skywalker of the world of Schmodan. He is the ultimate safe. He, he's never gonna lose because he's Dan fucking Merle, which he is. Absolutely. He's, he is he is arguably the best Schmodown competitor we've ever seen. And I, I'm not arguing that. But thing is, where is his counterpart to go actively against him head to head? It's not Mroka. It's not Bateman. I think it is Bateman. And they're way up there. They're like they're like some of the best competitors of all time. But who is going to be his? I think right now Ben Bateman could be that person. Who is the ultimate heel to his heel. ultimate face? The ultimate heel that is just as good in every way to go up against the ultimate face. Alex, I feel like you're going to give us an answer. Who is it? Who is it, Alex? Tell us. We don't have one. That's the problem. <laughs> We don't have anyone to compare to him because he is on such a ridiculous, stupid, high level of majestic knowledge. Well, we can turn Bateman heel again and then Bateman will be right there with him. Because I honestly think Bateman is right there with Dan at this point. Any given time, Bateman could beat Bateman, I mean, he's one of the top five competitors right now of all time. Of, um, of all time. But he's definitely, of right now. Yeah, right now. However, again, but Bateman even says that. And he's like... Yeah, I'm confident going into a lot of other competitors. It's never a given, but I'm confident going into a lot of these other competitors. I can never be that confident going up against Merle. And and that's rightfully so. So, but that's that's part of the magic of him. You don't have anyone to challenge Merle on any any level, and that's what's kind of frustrating. You saying that, though, but Ben brought him to to sudden death. But he's also a face. Okay, but that's but Ben could be healed too. You never know. You know I would love for him to be healed, but he's not. Okay, well, that well, you're talking. You're talking two different things. You're talking <laughs> no, about. No, I want. I want, him, I want someone to be his. Uh, what's his, uh, not Darth Maul? What's his name? Darth Vader. Vader. I want someone to be his Darth Vader to the Luke Skywalker. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, oh. I need. <laughs> I need someone just as bad. I'm not even entering. <laughs> Ben is many things, but Ben is not a face. Exactly. Exactly. Well, he okay. Even though he's a very face right now, he's the face of face we are ever gonna get from Ben. I think. But again, there's no, there's no one to go. There's no one that's like a keel version of Merle. There's no one who actively can go head to head against him on that high level. Unfortunately, people are gonna sure as fuck try. But we just don't have one on that level. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mark, tell me. Am I wrong? <laughs> Please tell me. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I, I don't know if I can talk anymore about that. Because first of all, you brought up Darth Maul before you brought up Darth Vader. I don't know who's ever done I that in history of mankind. I'm and I'm like, obviously, that's not correct. <laughs> I'm, I, no one cares if I have knowledge. I'm not a competitor. Who cares about that? <laughs> no one cares about my knowledge. I don't care about Star Wars. You're <laughs> breaking my heart. You're walking on a path I, I can't care. follow. 
fine. I don't care about. I don't care about. Maybe that. Alex. Maybe you're the heel we need to face Dan Merle. <laughs> <laughs> I would be knocked out in round one if that were possible. I would be a zero out of eight. <laughs> well, you know what? You no, know maybe it could be Andrew Guy. Maybe Andrew Guy is the heel that we keep going back to. He's beat him before. He can do it again. Probably not. But <laughs> Andrew Guy doesn't even believe you. <laughs> he hasn't even said it. He's like, yeah, that was like probably one of the it's like one of the greatest moments I've ever had in my Schmodown career, but I I might not ever beat him again. Uh actually my good question. What is Alice's opinion on sand? <laughs> it's so wet. <laughs> it gets everywhere. Of course it gets everywhere. Oh my god. Oh Jesus. Oh, sweet, sweet baby Jesus. I I you always make me speechless, Alex. I'll give you that. I, you drive me to drink. My liver thanks you. Well, actually, probably doesn't thank you. Well, your, your liver's not happy about it. Trying to get you to drink more beer. That's it. I'm calling. All right, that's where we are. That's where we are. Just <laughs> I think we can move on now safely from that. <laughs> um, uh, and we're, I don't even know how we got on this conversation. <laughs> There's a rope. We're talking about Roka. Roka. I'm going to be honest. I think this whole conversation might be moot. This whole conversation might be moot because I actually think Irwin will probably beat Roka. That's my prediction on that one anyway. I think Irwin's going to beat Roka pretty bad. So the whole conversation was for nothing. <laughs> and when that happens, when it happens, we'll look back at this lost 15, 15 minutes. I drove Alex off the stream. I am victorious. Alex. I have drove Alex off the stream. I need to go to the bathroom, guys. Come <laughs> There's a lot of white claw over here. Okay, whatever. Wash your hands. <laughs> wash your hands. Wash your ass. Wash everything that they say. Uh, Christian says on. Video uh, you know what? Chat. What songs are y'all singing while you wash your hands? Let us know. <laughs> Has anyone timed the rules for one of the rounds? Is it long enough so you can just like memorize the rules and? <laughs> That's actually, we can actually wash our hands. Wash our hands to Mark Ellis telling us the rules. Yes, that's so good. That could actually work. I actually like that. I, like that. I actually love that. I'm gonna. <laughs> that's, that's how I'm gonna memorize the rules while I'm washing my hands. Gotta help you, Dan. <laughs> Genuinely appreciate that. <sighs> no, I've literally been counting, and because I can't think of anything. <laughs> Yep, I know the reference. So anyway, yeah. I think we can start uh, Alex and jump back in with you. Um Christian actually talked about, I think it was on backstage. Um <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I love that idea. <laughs> you just get that <laughs> yeah. on a loop. We will record yep. that while we're washing it. Did you wash your hands, Alice? That's what we want to know. I did. And did you think of Mark Ellis telling you the rules as that's how long you had to wash your hands? You get, I, get I, I counted. I didn't I didn't count. I, I sang happy birthday twice. <laughs> Does that count? Well, that's what we're doing now. We're going to all wash our hands to Mark Ellis telling us the rules. Happy birthday, dear Juno. Protection <laughs> cat. Every time, I go into, every time I wash my hands, my cat decides that's like the perfect time to get pet. Oh, yeah. And so she starts like meowing at me and like 
going like intertwining between my legs and everything. And I'm like, damn it, I just want to wash my hands. That would be great. I like that. The new <laughs> rules. We're actually going to start creating more rules for them to put in the guidebook. I like that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Anyway, on backstage, they also mentioned the uh, road to the tag team title. Um, I think look at it. It's almost like they drove a little tournament style thing. We had the real rejects eating Cuckoo's Nest. Mm -hmm. Cuckoo's mess. Cuckoo's mess. He's gonna face the winner of slap the. I mean, I mean, uh, the the pride versus the butcher boys. Now, Deep Thirteen is gonna face Final Exam, and then the winners face each other. The winners of that face Shazam. The winners of that face the winner of Who's the Boss and the Odd Couple for the number one contendership to face either the Corruption. Or the founding fathers. So that is our teams that have a shot at the title right now. In the near well, in the near future, when we get back on track, real rejects, pride, butcher boys, deep thirteen, final exam, Shazam, who's the boss, the out odd couple. Which one of those teams do we see facing? Let's you know. What? Let's just go down the thing. You can just go around right here. Okay. Den versus butcher boys. Any idea? Any guesses? Den. I'm gonna say the den. Um, remind me again, who's Butcher Boys? Uh, Vinny Mancuso and Owen right. from the from the dungeon. The two new guys. It's hard to tell. Uh, in that case, definitely the Dun. <laughs> well, the, dun? Okay. the Pride. Pride. Yep. Yeah. Pride. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Slap yep. Men's Pride. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, so then, real rejects or the Dun or the Pride. Pride. Pride versus the real rejects. Yeah, I'd say the pride still. You say the pride. I said the real rejects are a sneaky team. Man, they are. That is true. I'm not sure they'll go all like I'm not saying how far they'll go, but I wouldn't just automatically say the done. Although I would still side with the done. But Greg Humphrey specifically just has this magic that just every once in a while. He, John Humphreys? I'm Greg, sorry, Alba. Greg Alba, John Humphreys. John Humphreys, yes. Thank you. Um so that's going to be a good match. I think it's going to be a fun match too, because Real Rejects are are a fun team. Um, I feel yeah. like they're studying enough times. I, I think they deserve a run at some point, maybe. But I, I still, if I had to pick, I'd say the Pride. But we'll have to find out. Um, but I, go ahead. Are you going to say finish? finish no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, so I think that. It's gonna be that's gonna be a really fun match, a really great match. Take care, Mark. Thank you for stopping by. Appreciate Bye, it. Bye, Mark. And yes, we always have Bud Lights for you. <laughs> Anytime. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, I think that um the Pride versus Royal Rejects is gonna be a great match. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Um hilarious. I bet it's gonna be super funny. But I would not be surprised at all if the real if the real rejects walk away with the win from that one. Mm -hmm. I would. You would. I would. So you think the dead, the pride, no doubt, pride. Well, I mean, I if I had to put money down, it's just that. I mean, the real rejects. I mean, their last win it was a huge win. It was such a fantastic win against like Cougars, and um, you know. 
they have been an established team for a while, but it wasn't until recently they've been vocal about actively studying, yeah. you know, versus, um, so it's a very new thing for them. And hypothetically, maybe they've been starting to actively study for about a year and a half now, who knows? Um, but at the same time, you know, it's, you know, Rachel and Ben that have been actively studying for longer. Um, and Real rejects have been together for a long time. That's the thing. Real Rejects have been a team, and they've been a partner forever. Also, well, that's the thing. They have been partners for a long time, but also they all have they have very similar strengths and weaknesses. Versus Rachel and Ben, they are like opposites, which probably which would make sense for them to be better as a team because they have both have very different strengths and weaknesses that really balance each other out. But they, but they also don't have the chemistry yet, maybe. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if they do or not. Yeah, that's true. Chemistry is a lot to do. I think that Rachel and Ben have a lot more in common than um, than than you might think that they do. I think that a lot of their strengths are going to be very similar, and I think that's why that that's what's going to help them work well as a team right. with each other because they can be confident in the areas that they do study with each other. But I do think that what everything is. Alex is saying is what's going to make is what's going to give the real rejects the advantage in the game because they have played together. Um, they have already played together and in tense situations and they've played solo so they can really depend on themselves for matches have they played total. I'm sorry. Yeah. How many matches have they been have they been played total? Real rejects? Five maybe. Total. Three or four. I don't. I don't know. They've been together since like season two, and they only have had like five matches. Yeah, total? they don't play an awful lot. That's yeah, the thing. That's well, they play like once a season because they lose. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're like now like two and six or something. They I are. Mean, don't get me wrong. They're improving, but but at the same time. But let's be realistic. Seven matches, two and five. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but with their the performance that they had in this last match that they had against two competitors that are arguably extremely strong. So they and they held themselves really well against Cuckoo's Mess. So I and I loved watching them as a team together. But I think that that match also showed that they're getting stronger as competitors in their studying. And I just have I have faith in it. But I still want. Would and would absolutely love to see the pride continue and move on because they're a great they're a great team. I would love to see Rachel and Ben go and and succeed because I want to see Rachel do well with a partner that that does yeah. well with uh, with her. So I well also something to consider is that these uh, the pride there are two competitors that are very vocal about how seriously they take it. They invest a lot of time and energy going into this mm -hmm. and. We just don't know as much about the studying practice and everything that kind of goes into the real rejects in particular. That's why I say it. We know more about the training schedules, how intense they have been, how vocal they have been about working together and trying to be cohesive as a unit. We don't hear very much about, you know, uh, about real rejects outside of, you know, their own channel. And that's, I mean, it's awesome. And they've been together. That chemistry is just, how often they do they say they were? We don't know. They did say they've been training a lot. Yep. And the last match they TKO'd uh Cuckoo's Mess. Yeah, and that wasn't a great team, but that doesn't matter. That's not a great team. You don't think that's that not a video, video Drew. Drew. 
Yeah, I stay there with really love. Good. I mean, I chat with her every single day, but she even got to chat with her. <laughs> they scored like over 30 yeah. points. They scored but, a lot of points, though, too. Yeah. They scored a lot of points. I mean, I just, I I'm just saying that I, I, it's like, I mean, I they're a starting team. I mean, they're going to get better. That's what I, I discount. It's, I don't feel like they're, I mean, they're, they're not a great team yet. I, but, no, but, but here's the thing, real Reggie, I don't think you can, you, you keep talking about them being, oh, they're two and six, two and five. Yeah, but the two and five went back when they were very beginning. I mean, they, like Ben and Drew, we just watched them facing yeah. their watch and they, and they were oh, horrible. They were awful when they first their, Should we just disregard their entire history of losing? You can when they're that, when they begin them. Like, mm-hmm. I don't look at team action. I don't think of their first match against the Night Sisters. Yeah. I feel like like Ben Bateman now versus Ben Bateman when he scored four. No, and that basically just completely get rid of their prior history every single season. Not necessarily completely, but at the same time, I would be more toward character if they change their serious their intensity getting into the season. If by that. by by that alone, we should just reset their entire history. They've shown it. It's not that I'm saying every season just reset, but the last match they played were over 30 points and they TKO'd somebody. Whoa! <laughs> ben Bateman scored four per points in the first round in their first in his first match. I don't think about that anymore. We're thinking about Ben Bateman going up against Dan Merle and taking him to sudden death. Totally yeah. different parents. Totally different. Exactly. It's not reset every time. I would totally be okay with that. But I'm going to lean more towards Ben Bateman this year. If Ben Bateman's going up against somebody next next week, I'm going to think more about what he's done recently than what he did sure. back in 2015. Sure. Okay. And that's what I'm saying. Real Radex only has seven matches, but a lot of those were like 2015, 16, 17. Mm-hmm. Their most recent match. Their characters have changed. Their characters yeah. have changed. Their characters have changed. They're with completely different factions. They're not on the same teams and everything. However, the Real Regis have been on the same team since the beginning. Mm-hmm. They are not. They're not branching into singles. They haven't separated into different factions. They haven't changed storylines. They haven't even changed whether or not they're heel or face or anything. They're the exact same as the beginning. They're like the Wildberries. And they're better playing. The consistencies of Schmodown. So, ah, they're, playing, they're playing better, though. Like, so we can't really disregard it versus like with Ben Bateman. So much has happened to him as a competitor that we can admit that. No, the same thing has happened. They've gotten better. That's a basic thing. You start out one way, you're better now. That's the same yeah. thing. Yeah. You're no, about character that's changes, that's completely relevant. We don't relevant. have enough of a chain for the real rejects to say big enough change. We see them so rarely, we can't really say it. Sure you can. You got to go by the most recent the most recent knowledge you have. Most recent knowledge we have is that the, oh, the real rejects showed up, scored over 30 points in this league, in this question base, they scored over 30 points, and they TKO'd Video Drew and Rick Hong, who played a good match, and they still TK out them. I'm just saying that you can't. The team that lost to ETC or whatever way back in 2015 is not the same team that's facing the den now. It's a team that has improved. They've said they're studying more. They've yeah, shown they've shown they're studying more. Team. But they've shown they're studying more. They've said they're studying more and they proved it. Yeah, you can still be. You can still be improving slowly but surely. Yeah. It doesn't mean you're a great team. You can be studying intensely and slowly get improving, but it doesn't mean you're a great competitor. I never said they're great. I'm not saying they're going to win the fucking belt. I'm saying that they're going to step up to the dead, and it's, it could be a good match, and I wouldn't be surprised if they give the dead a good run. I still think the dead's going to win. But I think at the end of the day, I don't think it's going to be – you said you'd be surprised or shocked if the, if the Real Red X would be able to read X1. I would be I completely be shocked. shocked. 
I think it's gonna be a good match. I do think that the the, 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 the the den will win or the, the pride. The pride will win, but I do think that you're. I think you're rejecting the re rejects. No, I think shit. they're a solid team. I See think they're there. solid, but by no means there would be if they're on if they're an ABC team, they're a C team to me. A C team, you said. They're a C team. Real rejects. Okay, okay, okay. But also, I I rate like on I have ABC or D. I that's how I rate them. They've had two, three wins out of what seven matches, seven or eight matches. But cool. Again, it's like over like. Five seasons, they lose so hard every single time up against up until this. Yeah, but the last time when they studied and they won thirty points, and they TKO wow. their opponent. The one time they started studying, okay. Yeah. Versus like the versus like a team that have been actively vocally about studying, who's never played one match yet in years. Who haven't even played one match yet. <laughs> yeah. They not one match. Not yep, zero, zero matches together. Single. Not yep. one match. Not one match. They've played in singles, but they've but they haven't played together as a team. And um, I and I that's that's kind of my whole point. It's just you can't take them out. It's supposed to be. Right, I'll see. I'm. I love. I love you guys. No, I'll come on call live again. You're right. I'll come on call live. I'm not needed here. You are definitely needed here. I like Luca's suggestion. What are we gonna fight about, Danny? Last one, guys. This is my last one ever coming on call live. That means I win, and you can't have that. I won't be here to admire a said win, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. All right. Anyway, so then let's move on to Deep 13 versus Final Exam. I think it's going to be another awesome match myself. I think it's going to be good. I think Deep 13 has it. You think Deep 13 has it? I do. Wow. I have a lot of faith in Deep 13. <laughs> I love Deep 13. I, I love them too. <laughs> I highly enjoy Deep 13 too, but I do. Wow. I'm just surprised you're so quick to that one. I don't know. It's just a feeling. Okay. I don't prefer one team over the other per se. I don't know. I like them both. But Danny, do you have a do you have a thought? You didn't seem to be quick to judge. Um, I think I really enjoyed D13 as a team. Mm -hmm. That's they're super fun. But I like Final Exam, and I think Final Exam is going to take it. My initial gut. Instinct and my gut is prodigious. I did think it was gonna be final exam. That was my initial thought. But I do like D13 a lot as well. I think you can go either way. And that's when I would say I would not be surprised if it went either way. Mm -hmm. Um, but I do feel like Paul and Lon have something special. Um I don't know, but maybe D13 does too. It's gonna be that's that's a match I really want to see. That's one I do really, really want to see. So um well at that point. It'd be the pride versus deep 13 or final exam. That's where it gets dicey for me. That's where it's get dicey for me. Uh, I love the pride. I love Rachel. I think Rachel and Ben are going to be good together. That'll be a very, very tough challenge for them to face. I think. Yeah, for um, sure. I agree. I would love to see Rachel take that next step. Ben, I don't know enough about Goddard. I only seen play the one match. 
Um, I don't really, I, I'm interested to see how he plays in the team format. Um, I want to say I'd lean towards final exam because they have more, well, I don't, they don't, though. They don't have much more experience as far as they've only played the one match together so far either. So, God, that's a hard one. Mm -hmm. I'm going to shut up for a second. You guys talk about it. Um, I think that it could go either. Um, I mean, with either way, the um, the pride going up against either Deep Thirteen or Final Exam. Um, <laughs> well, don't want to, buddy. <laughs> so, um, um, but I think those are big challenges. For the pride, uh, because the level of competition from all of the other players and those other teams is pretty high up there, and um, I do have a lot of faith and and hope in both Rachel and Ben. I just don't think that there's enough experience from Ben to to go against the competitors from the other teams. I feel like Ben Goddard can be rattled easily. That's what I that's kind of what I feel like too a little bit. Just there's just something about it. Like I haven't really seen him be super stern in his character at the desk whenever someone says something. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like he has a certain ego about him very much going into this. And um, for a competitor that's so new to the game, I feel like he's a little too confident so soon, too soon. And I think his pride might, no pun intended, <laughs> might, um, might get the best of him pretty soon once once he gets like once he starts when he goes up against a like a really great competitor, like his first like real like a, his first non rookie essentially. Like, if he went up against, like, for example, I don't know, like, Alonzo Duraldo or something. If it was, like, a singles match, I would be like, I'm sorry, but it's Alonzo. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I feel like he, his confidence would might get the best of him. and um, Or you know what? Yeah. I mean, Crimson Eye 4, it's, it's seeing it as a joke and everything else, and we'll bring up that thing. Like, that's the kind of thing I mean, though, because that's something that really got under his skin. And if somebody like that gets under his skin, if he has to face somebody like Andrew Guy, who's going to get under his skin, I mean, I just mm -hmm. I just feel like he could be, he could stumble a little bit, maybe just, just yeah. enough, just enough. That makes sense. That he, he, he falls. So, I mean, that's going to be what we have to see. If Ben can keep his composure, mm -hmm. and then it'll be a damn good match. My prediction, my initial gut says a final exam, or deep thirteen would maybe beat them, but it'd be a lot closer. It might be like yeah. I would be. I wouldn't be surprised if then won at all. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah. It really can go either way. They're both. Uh, they they both teams are filled have team have competitors, individual competitors that would be strong both as individual competitors, you know, even more so as teams. Um, but also on top of that, it's like they're there's clearly. <laughs> uh, there's like a certain it factor, I guess you can say to them. I don't know if that makes sense, but at least that's how it feels to me. But also, we're very biased. We we love every single competitor <laughs> that's in, in these in both these teams. So we're very biased going into yeah. it. Like I I love Rachel. 
Yeah. yeah. Too much. So if I, I would never bet, bet against Rachel in a million years. <laughs> yeah, that's where I'm coming in from too, is I'm rooting for the pride because of Rachel. Rachel is my lad than wife. I love her dearly. And I think exactly. So if anyone like tells her, tells me otherwise saying that she's like, she has like, she's a horrible competitor. I will. Fuck that. Yeah. Fuck that. I think she's. If anyone awesome. tried to pull an Alex. <laughs> that's a big <laughs> Yeah, we love um, Rachel. I was say I brought this up in the chat before. Brandy says that he can hold it. Brandy, maybe he can, but I don't think he's. I don't think he's shown it yet. He's got to prove that to me that he can. I, I mean, granted, I haven't followed a lot of the things he does, but as far as I mean, his match against RB three is not a good indicator of whether he mm -hmm. can hold it or not because that wasn't yeah. as big yeah. of a match as far you as the, too soon from one match. So getting up against someone like an Andrew Guy or somebody like that could really like really use that against him. Exactly. Like a non-rookie for sure. That's what I want to say. Yeah. Um, but maybe okay. but maybe you know what I, I don't want to underestimate Rachel's ability to and Rachel's a very, very, very strong willed woman and she's very i think that she is someone that might be able to kind of whip we'll just, call it, we'll, just call it as it is paul she's a badass okay she's a badass bad bad and i think she yeah. might be able to be strong enough to say ben shut your fucking trap let's do just focus like, might able, she might be able to focus him and that could be i was thinking brandy said something brandy i just noticed in the chat again yes you're you're you know him very well i get that i get that but he, knowing him in a chat format is a lot different than seeing him play in a big match yeah That's the thing. you gotta prove to get in in the match in the moment um as far as what he does in the streams he could be he maybe does mm -hmm. but uh it's he's got to show it he's got to show it yeah um sure. and uh so yeah but, yeah but saying rachel definitely should could be able to keep him in <laughs> in uh in line um, yeah. i can definitely like whereas um you know like where she kind of carried inky in the brain Mm -hmm. Clearly, I mean, like, not to say that Devon's a horrible competitor or anything. He had its moments, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, like, like most competitors do, they have like just they have good moments here and there. But she clearly carried Inky in the brain. But also, she was in a situation with that team where she almost had to be like looking over him, yeah, mm -hmm. make sure he was focusing. She had to almost like treat him like a child, almost as a competitor. Which is, I know that's kind of a weird thing to say, but she was like in this kind of situation where she had to look over him to make sure he's like on point to rein him in every time he they spun will smith <laughs> you know things like that and you know with ben goddard she's you know who's obviously she's not going to be in a situation she's going to have to rein him in in a different way she's just going to be like hey um hey not only focus but you're being an asshole right now get your shit together <laughs> or, or just be like hey you're like doing this or that we yeah. need to we need to be a unit. This is not about you. This is about us. So I feel like she'd be in more of that situation rather than the other. Yeah, I know. That's a good point. I think Rachel has, I mean, the fact that she has the um, experience running a team, so to speak, will help her out. I mean, yeah. and Ben can be better than Devin. And we know that. I mean, I know that's the case that Goddard is definitely already going to be better than Devin um, or Devon. Devon. Either way, um, so it's already a step up for her. So I think if she keep him going, that they, the team could go a long way. Um, and they need to have these matches because I think the more matches they have, the better they'll get. So, 
Mm-hmm. So the winners of all this, I get there have to face Shazam. That's that's their that's their <laughs> their victory. That's their gift. They get to face Shazam. Yay! They get to face Shazam. And let me tell you, that's not exactly a great time. But if you're gonna lose to a team, might as well be one of the best. Right, lose Shazam. No, I mean yeah. like if not to mention if you go head to head in a solid men- match against Shazam, you're gonna do pretty well. Yeah. yeah. And either way, either team. Let's say either Final Exam, Deep 13, or The Den. This is the one we're talking about. Mm-hmm. I, I I would probably pick Shazam over all of them, to be honest, because they're both yeah. really good and they're both working together as a team very well as well. Yeah. Um, and this is a lesser match for Shazam. Like, I don't I don't want to say it's a lesser match, but as far as Shazam has now experienced beating uh, the family in the tournament, and then faced in spectacular, faced the founding fathers. This almost seems like a, yeah, we did all that. We can do this. Whereas this is going to be the biggest match of the young career of the Pride Deep 13 or Final Exam. So given that experience, I think I, I'd have to pick Shazam at that point. But I would like to see it. Which one would you like to see? Which match would you like to see Shazam? Um, do you want to see Shazam face Deep 13, the Final Exam, or the Pride? Not who's gonna win, but which yeah. match intrigues you the most? For entertainment value, I would like Shazam versus um, Final Exam if they were to win, because I think that would be hilarious. The kid get talking, dealing with the delinquent. The delinquent dealing with anybody is pure gold. Yeah. I love the delinquent. So for, but for like actual like gameplay, uh, I don't know. I think Shazam wins no matter who it is. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Alex, anybody? Yeah. Or Deep 13 Shazam. Deep 13 Shazam, okay. I really just also want a reunion between... Uh, uh, Whitney Chris and Bibbs. Yeah, I would love to see that happen. Especially, you know, after I would love to see Whitney kind of reclaim some of that confidence back, especially after losing really badly against Brenda Meyer, but also against with when he was with Bibbs as well. So I would love to see that happen. They also have tons of potential. So that's mm-hmm. true. Also, Final Exam does bring back he Pauliyama and Brendan Meyer. Who, that was the first match yeah. of Brendan Meyer's career. So that's a yeah, yeah. thing mm-hmm. that will. Uh, That'd be interesting. One, so. That's the match that I would want to see. I would want to see uh, Final Exam versus Shazam. Um, that would be a lot of fun to watch. The banter between Lon and Bibbs, I think, would be hilarious as well. And um, I would like to see Paul in uh, Pollyama in that situation. Like, I would mm-hmm. like him to be completely surrounded by a bunch of faces and have to be in this like big nice guy time match <laughs> that that has never been Paul's character and uh, for any character that he really has slash hasn't put on um but it would be fun to see the interactions between him and just a bunch of really nice people so. you know what i kind of want to see happen um it's violence sam wise it kind of reminds me a little bit of the dynamic of when who's the boss began uh, started out when ben was like a heel and mark 
Riley kept like apologizing for him. <laughs> like, like I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I would say something really. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. I'm like, it has like this, this back and forth that way. I almost feel like it could happen to Final Exam if Paul developed a character. Like Lon could say one of his like delinquity things, the and Paul, <laughs> Paul's going to like try to keep him in line. No, we got we got to play the match now. We, we got like, <laughs> the character wise, it could be very entertaining. And I do agree that Final. I think Final Exam would be. Just a bit over the den for me as far as what I'd like to see for exactly yeah. the reason that everybody said it. Um, although Rachel, in that kind of moment, I love her so much. I think she deserves to be there. I would love to see Rachel up against them as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think she's, she's, this is going to be her season for sure. Mm -hmm. And um, I just really want to get, see her go against them, go get, go up against some heavy hitters mm -hmm. and really kind of prove that she can be with the best of them for sure. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yes, Ferris. I agree. I agree. Another wrestling mm -hmm. reference, but yes, thank you, Luger. Um, but yeah. So uh, then you know what? We should touch base really quick then. Who's the boss with the odd couple? The rematch. Who's the boss? Who's the boss? Who's the boss? Always who's the boss. Yeah. Always who's the boss. Sorry. I want who's the boss. Who's the boss against who? Odd couple. Odd rematch. Couple. Um... Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I think who's the boss as well. I do. Yeah, I don't know. My heart also really kind of wants Odd Couple to win a little bit. Um, when I say that, it's because I just feel like they they need a win right now. Mm -hmm. uh, and I really I just really want to see Jeff Snyder. I feel like Jeff Snyder also needs a confidence booster, and I just yeah. really want to. And he's bringing back. I, I just really want to see a team that's not Finstock Exchange related. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, um, uh, but yeah, I, again, you know, I feel like they have it in the bag. They really do. Um, but, you know, at the same time, I just feel like the, the odd couple is, you know, I, I mean, they're, I mean, they're a former team champion. Yeah. Who's yeah. the boss? Yeah. Is not. That's true. <laughs> Very upset for you. Lucas is very upset by that. You're gonna have to go mm -hmm. talk to him. I think. Well, that's the point. Thing, so don't whatever. <laughs> I, I will say I, I thought who's the boss was gonna beat the odd couple the first time they faced each other. So I'm I a little too. more gun shy now because I kind of feel like well it happened before. So I'm a little I'm a, I'm a little nervous about it. Rox <laughs> is a kick-ass manager. She's got them in shape. I think it's all gonna come down partially to two two people. It's gonna come down to Mark and Draco. Who had a pretty much perfect type night against Who's the Boss the first time around. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it's going to come down to Ben Bateman, who I think, even the small amount of time between the time the first time they lost the couple and now the match against uh, Dan Merle, I think he's, he's improved even more so. Yeah. I think Bateman could mm -hmm. legitimately take control of the match. That's when, if Who's the Boss is going to win, I think Bateman's got to pretty much be the guy, be the man. But that's like I don't want that to happen. You don't want right. to take control. No, no. I mean, like I Bateman's such a wonderful competitor. He's fantastic. I mean, he's a singles champion. Not currently, but I mean he was a singles champion. But at the same time, I feel like Riley, he hasn't really had his time to shine in a while. Mm -hmm. And I would love for Riley really kind of take the reins and really kind of own up as like in this kind of leadership role, you know, as a former champion like as one of the first major 
champions you know he's been in the league more there's like there's something he can op, he can he can take on that kind of leadership role over bateman who's been a champion more than bateman true unfortunately it comes down to again what we talked about before what have you done for me lately it's been a long time since riley's been a champ that's true very true riley is i mean riley i think riley's playing a chip on his shoulder now though i think riley deserves lots of yeah. starting to feel that absolutely um, he's a legend there's no doubt he's a legend absolutely um yeah. I, I just feel like riley he really just hasn't had his time to shine in a long time bateman he has a it's a lot of its racist and recency bias we just really haven't seen riley do amazing in a long mm -hmm. while and then it's Jeff Snyder, and his sickness might come into play. I know he was sick around that time. I don't know if he played before. Again, we don't know if this match is saved or not yet. Yeah. Um, but Jeff did not look spectacular in his game against Irwin. Um, he was rattled a few times. Um, so, I mean, it's, I guess there are, I, I did say before it comes down to two people, but really it's just a lot of a lot of moving pieces in this match. Yeah, um, for sure, absolutely. Of course, Roxy versus Dagnino is always one, but uh, honestly. always a good one. Well, let's face it. I think Roxy will do well with Odd Couple. I don't really think as much. I love love me Tommy Dag, love Tom Dag, you know, love Bobby Gucci. Who's a boss doesn't really need Bobby Gucci as far as the in game play goes. True. So I mean, at that point, right. so I don't know. Uh, I, if I had to predict it, I think who's the boss is on a run. I think. The Finsock Exchange, much to Alex and Chagrin, we're not going to go into it again. The Finsock Exchange is on a run, and they're going to be sharing the belts for a while. So I think the boss is going to win that match. So done, so done um, with them. And then finally, it's going More to what? Yes. Mm -hmm. Corruption in Founding Fathers. Corruption. Nope. Yeah. Nope. It's going to be Founding Fathers. I want corruption. I want corruption. I, I love Founding Fathers, but I love me some corruption. I would pay so much money. I uh, Until, okay, I, I I respect the hell out of Mike Kalinowski. He's in Twitter jail right now. Free Kalinowski. Everybody should try to tweet that out and get him out. Yeah, free Kalinowski. I like my, I respect Mike Kalinowski as a, as a player. I do think until he shows me he's back in, in the uh, singles Thing, then I can't I can't choose him. Chance will be carrying the team until Mike gets back on his game. I think Mike could absolutely get back on the horse. He just hasn't shown it to me yet at all. Yeah. Whereas yeah. Dan and Dan and John they're pretty much on fire at this point. They're cowboys. They're cowboys. They're wanted dead or alive, and they're riding their their horses. Yeah, it would be awesome if they had some, you know, like real challenge. So mm -hmm. I think the challenge will be it's going to be who's the boss versus the fatty awesome. There's like a break up really explosion of the Finstock Exchange. Yeah. Like, Story-wise, that would be cool. That would be Alex's favorite match. Who's yeah. the boss versus, <laughs> versus the fatty fathers? Whoever wins, the Finstock Exchange no, wins. the best. He <laughs> point still at the end of the day. goes to the no. Exchange. No matter the belt, who are the belts, it's going to be I'm the Finstock Exchange. <laughs> Oh, it's like, who, who gets the belt this week? You do? Okay, well, next week I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I feel like it's all in a sharing circle, and they just pass it around between each other. And you're like, okay, you get it this week, and then I get it next week, and I get it this week. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I'm envisioning it. Yeah, I'm just a pair of traveling pants, but it's the, the belt. 
Travel yeah. room. <laughs> Brotherhood of the Traveling Belt. Yeah. Brotherhood of the Traveling Belt. <laughs> well, hopefully, I'll have to see. I, I mean, I, I don't know. It, it would be it would be cool to see somebody else up there. I agree at some point, but at the end of the day, it is somebody's got somebody's got to do it. Maybe Final Exam does it. Maybe they finally break that. Maybe, maybe it is corruption. Maybe Chance does it. Maybe somebody does it. But if I had my prediction, I think we're going to see who's the boss versus the founding fathers. That's my prediction. You know, if it would be awesome if you know, Lon Harris wanted to put any effort. You know, if effort was cool. Effort is <laughs> lame. But you know, but the thing is, effort is super lame. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know how much I'm more. <laughs> Man, I love Lon Harris so much. I love Lon Harris. I love Lon. Can I get a podcast with him on it as in character? Well, you might be in luck. You might be in luck. He is coming on chill in three weeks. I know. I want a standalone show. I want a standalone podcast. Him just doing like life lessons of why we shouldn't care about anything. Life lessons from the streets. More <laughs> of the streets. None of it matters. Philosophy is now no one cares. Alfred Hitchcock, whatever. Well, that is that research. Is that your research? Well, thank you. That was fantastic. All right. All right. So we could probably move into the next section. Um, Let me see, which is Call to the Network where we talk about shows we have coming up this week and in the future. Uh, so starting with tomorrow, Danny, Paul, what's going on with Chill? Paul. Okay. Uh, tomorrow we are reuniting one of the greatest teams in the history of this showdown. Okay, and it's not the Wild Bears. That's, we are actually reuniting Paul Preston and Adam Witt, Woo! the movie guys, which is actually very timely considering they're uh, putting up their – their own free-for-all video with Star Wars characters, I believe tomorrow is what they're doing. Uh, if I see that correctly <laughs> on the movie trivia show down page, um, they should be a fun team to see. Got a fun, uh, fun twosome there. Um, and we have actually a lot. Uh, we have a like, the next couple of weeks scheduled out already. Yeah, um, we're doing it. We're making plans and filling up that schedule. <laughs> we are. Uh, I know the next week we're going to have uh, the OG Action Army member that Jake denies. Uh, Janine the Machine will be on. And uh, next, so I can't wait for that one. Finally getting her on, which is that one's been a long time coming. Yeah, uh, the so excited. Yeah. The aforementioned Lon Harris is coming on in three weeks. Again, I can't wait for that. This or that, you know, John Harris or Ed Harris. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a little preview. I hear he won't see it, so it'll be okay. Uh, <laughs> and then finally, what else we have for in week number four? I got a uh, the big guy, big time. Ethan Irwin is going to come on chilled action. So that that's a big get for us. I'm actually very, very impressed. I think uh, that should be cool. a very fun one as well. So excited. That is our confirmed list for we chilled action. We have two or three that are unconfirmed that uh, are pretty exciting as well. But yeah. we'll talk about that later on. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Save some to tease next week, guys. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And then Wednesday, Alex, are we doing schmo baits on Wednesday? Um... <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. Um, yeah, I was I got reached out to my people. Um, um I'm gonna be having movie guys as well this upcoming Wednesday. I did reach out to them today and I haven't really got any kind of confirmation, so that's why I'm like maybe I should come up with a backup plan just in case. Um 
that and i'm also having john roca on next week so that uh next week as well so that's gonna be a fun time and also gonna be having brad gilmore as well so that's gonna be a hoot should be good Fun, fun. Super excited for that. And then Saturday, we are going to have something. It's going to be pretty awesome. Uh, You forgot about Saturday. (laughs) We talk about all day. Jesus Christ. Let me drink some more. Go ahead. Saturday is the two year anniversary of our channel. Two years. So we are combining it with our 1000K celebration to be a double extra amazing celebration. We're going to be on for a very long time. We're not entirely sure exactly how long, but it's going to be long. Uh, We'll try to get as many people from C2A on as often as we can through it, play some games, have maybe some guests on. We're not entirely sure yet. We're still working on things, but it's. It's going to no, be fun. I like doing a little bit of a negotiations while we're live. Chris Adams, you're in the yeah. chat. Are you doing anything? Are you yeah. going to do anything next Saturday? Are you doing anything on Saturday night? We might have a little, if, if they uh, set up an axe around, Brothers. we'd like to have them. They're big to get us to 1K, so we'd like to Cinnamon have Fanatics. Are you doing anything on Saturday? <laughs> Cinnamon Because, <laughs> 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 yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. And then, of course, on Sundays, we will be here with another action of episode of called action live so that will be a lot of fun any other shows we're missing uh i don't think i've heard about triple a or called the family but if we do have an episode coming we'll post about it on social media uh-huh. yes there you go there you go <laughs> <Sweet>. <laughs> so maybe they'll be guessing on as well so yes maybe the best all of us guess- are gonna appear at some point that's the idea we're gonna actually have a long enough show where we're gonna come gonna come in and out and yeah, you get to see all of your favorite C two Ayers at this point, and our C uh, Cinefanatic two Ayers as well. <laughs> awesome! Oh, I'm so excited <laughs> for that. All right, and then the last section of the show: questions from the chat. Oh yeah, this is your opportunity to ask us questions, showdown related or not. So, if you have anything you want to ask us, any fight you want to trigger, <laughs> be our guest. <laughs> well, there's our first one. Longer than you shoot. It might be. It might be. We're 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 solid trying to decide, but I think I think that's the plan. So oh my god, that was probably one of my favorite streams of all time. <laughs> it is one of my favorite streams of all time. I kind of don't want anything to top that stream. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're down in history. Same question as always. Alex, how dare you? I don't know. You would know. You fucking married me. We'll find wow. out. <laughs> wow. Boom. You know what you're getting into. He likes it as much as I do. Uh, we love fighting. It's fun. Let me see. Oh, favorite dessert from General Ferris Muthana. General Muthana. You know what, guys? I genuinely love me some pumpkin pie. Like, Ooh, I, I love it. pumpkin pie. I used to ask to have pumpkin pie for birthday cake for my birthday. Because my birthday's in May and you don't get pumpkin pie until November. And- mm-hmm. So, yeah, but good choice. Um, I want to say sticky toffee pudding. It's probably my favorite. Mm, mm. Oh, it's, just, it's like warm. It's with a cake with like a toffee and like whipped cream on top. It's majestic. Mm. Like, Go ahead, Kelsey. I like the Godiva cheesecake that they have at Cheesecake Factory because it's gluten free. Because the crust is made of actual chocolate mm. and then the cheesecake. Ram. <sighs> Creme brulee also sounds so delicious. Oh, oh my gosh. I, there's that cracky, that first crack you do over creme brulee is so satisfying. And you're like, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you might as well hear like angel voices. 
<laughs> so majestic. <laughs> I will say there's two for me. One is uh, Kimmy D has it makes a cheesecake that is to die for. Um, mm -hmm. Every she makes it when I'm good every year, so I only get it once every like three or four years, maybe if I'm lucky. Um, but it's really good. Uh, and the other one would be my mom. Mama PLD used to make a before she passed on made this wonderful tapioca pudding which was always so warm and uh, it was one of the best things i've ever eaten in my life i could actually literally eat like bowls of it at the time if i could um kind of miss it honestly but that is something i always think about quite often when i think about my mom so uh, let's see yum yum any other questions in the chat? let's see Scott Boosener, Ethan Irwin, are you kidding me? No, I'm not kidding you. He actually answered my email. Yes. I'm excited about it. So uh, let's see. Woo. Yeah, I'll show you. Me. Uh, swag. Who's at your play get upset this week? That's a good question. Yeah, we okay. Um, Dylan, if you are kind of curious who, you, or if you guys have a request for swag, um, definitely comment below. Uh, because I know Dylan and Nat, they're the ones that are in charge of AAA, and they they're trying to they well, especially like right now, <laughs> obviously with not having as many matches, they're they want to do um they want to do more episodes, you know, with everything going on. But at the same time, you know, they want more people to kind of offer suggestions since uh, some of the matches can't be like some of their uh, competitor discussions can't really focus on like, like a ma the match of the week always. So, you know, that makes sense. I will say the answer is always going to be the other members of Call to action. Whenever yeah. they put up a poll, they're going to upset all of us because then we have to go into damage control mode. Yep, we have to be uh, like we had nothing to do with it. And <laughs> <clears throat> Dean Morgan, haven't seen the chat very often tonight, but you've been there a lot. It's great to see you. Thank you for watching. Do we think Roke has a chance to be in the goat conversation if he beats Dan again? <sighs> why it does not have to be like one goat? Like why do we, it's the greatest of all time? Yeah. It's, <laughs> no, I mean, I, I understand that, but at the same time, I mean, like, that's what greatest means. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Lucas. There's only one greatest. There's only one winner. I like the spoon. <laughs> um, but at the same time, um, but I mean, like, there's so many things that Roca is so much better at than Merle, and you know, but also vice versa. There's so many things that Merle is better at than Roca. So I mean, like. It just kind of depends on where your priorities lie as a viewer. I will say this, and this is going to be scary because I'm kind of sort of agreeing with Alex here a little bit. Um, I will say that it all depends on what you mean by greatest of all time. Uh, yep. It's the same conversation as we have about the Mount Rushmore that we we're talking about. We mm -hmm. actually have to have that episode somewhere. To me, there's different Mount Rushmores. A lot of people well, say that's well, the it's level of trivia. A lot of people say that it's... Some people, I always say that the character has to be involved in that because that's what the smowdown is. I agree. And Roka is a stronger character than Merle. Like, and, and so much. I think he's more of a package. Well, that's, okay. Well, we actually had this conversation last night talking about what it means to have the Mount Rushmore specifically of Schmodown. Because when you look at Ro Mount Rushmore, Mount Rushmore, Alan Satakura, um, specifically what it is, it's like the Mount Rushmore is the founders of um, Mount Rushmore is the founders of the United States, right? So we have Abe Lincoln. We got, um, I think, do we have, is, <laughs> we have Washington. You said they got the founders of the United States. Um, uh, it was like, you know, I mean, like, but they're, 
they're the most iconic people when it comes to it. I think sure. it, it doesn't thing is that's not changing. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay. No, my point is, is that it's not it's the Route Mushmore is not an ever changing thing. So it's not something we're kind of swapping in one competitor for another. This week we're gonna add Riley to it, and then we're gonna have Ellis in it. No, I mean like it's a thing that's that can't be changed. We're not adding people to it. That is actually a very good conversation. You know, so, I mean, so in that case, I mean, in that case, under that argument, you know, you would have Christian. I mean, you would have Ellis. I think Christian and Ellis would be the, would be the mountain itself, to be honest. It would be the mountain that the faces are on. It would just be Christian and Mark's face with faces of the other competitors, like, on their cheeks, right? Because that's a Lincoln is not in that book. Um, that's what I'm trying to say. Um, nowhere to be found in that book. <laughs> um, I don't remember. Is Hamilton up there? I don't remember. Is it? Oh, man, I love small books. Regarding Mount Rushmore is that it's not an ever-evolving set of, you know, the greatest people. They're the core people that are going to be there no matter what, you know? So if that's the case, you know, under that argument, we would have Ellis and Christian, arguably, I would say personally, I would say Roka's up there, but also on top of that, I, for the first manager of all time, I would honestly put up Baba Gucci. Possibly. I mean, I, I would think that both uh, Mokuka and Riley would have to be in the conversation as well, because they were amongst the early old time. Riley was the first champion and Mokuka was yeah. probably... I mean, if anybody had a character, I mean, Makuga is a character in and of itself. Yeah, but okay, so in that case, who would you kick off and to put him, that person up there? I actually would. I, I cheated a little bit and had Christian and Mark be the mountain that the faces were on. Well, I mean, that doesn't count. That's my point. <laughs> I'm making the rules here, Alex. I'm changing the rules. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Are you changing the rules of Mount Rushmore as well? Okay, if you can so say whatever. Abe Lincoln is the founding father of the United States, and I can say that. <laughs> whatever. It don't matter. It don't matter. We don't we're actually talking about Mount Rushmore. That's a different conversation. We're talking about greatest of all time. Yeah. Different conversation. But that's the thing. If, if we're gonna if we're gonna apply it, why don't we use something else that has like a more of a variety? Why don't we say? I remember. I think Danny last night. She was like, "Why don't we use like like the like the almost like the the wonders of the world, like the seven wonders of the world kind of thing? Yeah, well, that's seven that's wonders of Schmodown." That could be more. Yeah, we, have, we can have a little bit of more variance between these competitors. Well, that's, or, a, different, that's a different conversation to have, and I agree with you. That's a good, exactly. good conversation. Yeah, I mean, like having Mount Rushmore, it's just too rigid, and it's just everyone's favorites is is going to change. I would guess the short answer of the question, going back to the original question, whether Dan is in, the, whether John is in the conversation at that point by beating Dan, I say, yeah, he's got to be in the conversation only because that we are right now having a conversation about what we don't even know what the greatest of all time actually technically means. So yeah, I could say he's in the conversation. Absolutely, best character. Hundred percent in my top, it's in my personal. Um, you know, Rushmore, you know? Well, I think Dan is better than Roke overall. I think in trivia knowledge and I think in championships, yes. But, yeah, also, but you, but not in terms of character development or story. <laughs> that could be true. That could be true. <laughs> We're very, very, you're like, Alice, my little sister, I had to fight like, cats and dogs with her. I feel that way. Speaking of the opposite of that spectrum, 
Can I get Alex versus either Lucas or Paul in Schmobates? Yes. I'll do Lucas versus Paul, but I will never compete in Schmobates. You'll never complete compete in Schmobates. No. It won't happen. I don't want to. I have no desire to do it. It won't happen. And the hearts are broken. Um, see, Alex is a oh. true hero. Uh, let's see. Uh, Danny Coast. Oh, no, PC. When's your birthday, Danny? May? Uh, my birthday is in May. My birthday is May 25th. I am a Gemini. My uh, my sun is in Gemini, my rising is in Gemini, and my moon is in Taurus. Fair enough. What does that mean? Moon. I learned a lot about astrology recently. I watched the Explained on it, and I was fascinated. Nice. That was interesting. Danny Coast, favorite song for the quarantine karaoke. Um, what is my favorite song for the quarantine? Um, I think we're alone now. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a that. great song. Down with the sickness, maybe here. <laughs> <laughs> I always sing Queen, though, so I really need something Queen. Yeah, it's the end of the world by REM. There you go. There you go. Show must go on. That's what I'll go for Queen. Show must go on. Oh, yeah. That's good. Or, or do I go to Once to Live Forever? Have, uh, you that's all seen, have you all seen that there are like coronavirus playlists on Spotify? I didn't do that. That was pretty funny. <laughs> not funny, but not funny, haha, but funny. Yeah. Uh, like, oh, of course. Do you have one, Alex? Do you have a quick um, one? Um, uh, probably The End of the World by Skeeter oh. Davis. There you go. Don't they know the end of the world? <laughs> it ended when you said goodbye. Mm. And Mike, you can also ask, who was the Skywalker's dad? Darth Sidious, right? Oh, God. Right? Right? <laughs> I actually literally expected Lucas to go vaulting over <laughs> in the screen. Uh, I have his lightsaber right there. <laughs> Lucas is pissed. I'm pretty pissed right now, too, just so you know. Good. That's purposeful. That's, yeah. How social distancing been more indoors or outdoors? So I I just started my official social distancing today, and I have spent all day inside. Uh, but any like outdoor activities that I want to do, like going for runs and stuff like that, I'm not around a bunch of people. There's plenty of spaces and places for me to run outside that I don't have to worry about being in crowds of people. Same thing with playing disc golf, like. There's not going to be a shit ton of people at the park. And if there are people at the park, they're not going to be in my six foot area. So. Yeah, I did that day too. I just took a dog and the kids. We went to the park just to, we all scattered too. We didn't even stay together. I'm like, oh, we got to get away from each other. So you go that way, we'll meet the car in like 30 minutes. Yeah. And yeah. it's not like there's anything around that, like, I have to disinfect or anything. Like, I'm not touching any, like, I'm not, like, there's no equipment that you use other than your own discs that you have. 
Um, even that, like the baskets from disc golf, you don't even really touch those. So, um, trying to stay sane. Yeah, I uh, I would say I've been pretty like um because I had a surgery, a very minor baby surgery, um earlier this month. But the thing is, as a result of said surgery, I like I can't lift twenty pounds and I can't even speed walk. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Otherwise, it's just very uncomfortable. <laughs> Funny. So it's unfortunate. And I cannot wait to actually, because I, when I speed walk, it just gets like really, it just gets really uncomfortable. So I cannot wait to get being able to actually be able to go outside and take action, like go running and stuff again. Uh, because my, my, the gym that I go to, I go to Orange Theory with Lucas and we used to go like five times a week um, active to classes. And it's, like four or five times and it's it's very difficult going from doing that so many times a week to literally just being actively indoors the entire time. Mm -hmm. Or I can't eat where I can't even do yoga in our in our gym. Yeah. That's a bummer. Yeah. yeah. I've spent the majority of my time indoors. Like I said, lots of video games. But uh my grocery store is walking distance. So when I do need something I do walk there, so that's nice. Yeah. Get some fresh air, get my steps in. Yeah. General Muthana again, what movie universe would you quarantine yourself in? Now, I guess the question would be, do you actually have to, like, quarantine yourself in a house, or does it just mean you get to go to a universe and just do whatever you want to do? Because I'm just going to a universe, I'm going to a galaxy far, far away. Um, I'm taking Alex with me, so I can teach her a few things. Yes, um, I'll be more lines of Guardians of the Galaxy. We'll be on opposite ends of the galaxy. <laughs> that. Well, maybe we'll run into each other. You never know. Yeah, and I'll, I'll the time periods though, because it's a galaxy far, long time ago you in a galaxy we're far, far away. We're gonna be, we're gonna be time jumping now. <laughs> There's gonna be a lot of time jumping. You don't forget that. That's when I'm probably gonna have a better soundtrack. Since yours is like all like really great classical with John Williams, I love John Williams. Oh, oh. John Williams is. Oh, sorry. oh my I god! Said, that's the worst I I'm about that's review. No three way fight. Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh. oh my gosh, we're gonna get cut off. We're gonna copyright oh, strike. <laughs> You are never been more wrong in your life. What's the matter with your mind and the spine? And I've had enough of that. John Williams is the greatest of all time. Of all time, John. Fucking I'm with you, Paul. I'm on your side this time. Please. Please. Where is Lucas? Just saying, I have a lot more variety. I don't want every moment of my life to be crazy epic with the beautiful wonders of John Williams. If I could have John Williams score my life, I would be living in heaven. I know, right? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hard yeah. No, I'm gonna I, move on. I just because all of my friends are into Star Wars, I started watching Star Wars, the Clone <laughs> Wars, and anytime 
Every time that I get into something, I really get into it. So I started listening to the soundtrack. This conversation was for her. It's fine. I'm sorry. It's okay. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Did you just see that? No, I missed it. Lucas came back and just did the best face. He was like smiling at me and everything because he was so proud of my answer. Galaxy over anything and everything that John Williams has ever done. And he was very proud of my answer. He's like, yes, Guardians of the Galaxy is clearly the superior soundtrack and music compared to Star Wars. Like compared <laughs> to the <laughs> duels of the fate and things like that. No, really? I, actually, I actually love duels of the fate. But I, I I go to like I that's like one of my favorite songs to like work out to. That's oh. what that was the whole point of everything that I was testing. One song I listened to to listen whenever I open up the bar at work. So. That is the only song I actively listen to by John. Look at Paul struggling over here. I, I don't. I'm listen. in pain. <laughs> the thing is, okay, Paul. Thing is, I'm not okay. Remember, I don't care about Star Wars. I can appreciate it for what it is. And do I? I wonder. I am amazed with uh, uh, George um, Lucius's. You know, um, <laughs> George Lucius. <laughs> done for film technology. You know, and uh, John Williams. Who are you? What happened to you as a child? <laughs> I'm how many times you. were you dropped? How many times were you dropped on your head? Jesus fuck! Obviously, I'm kidding. <laughs> George Lucas. Obviously, <laughs> that's his name. George Lucas. I feel like I need to go get my lifesaver and just be like, end it. Charge <laughs> you know, Danny is anything on her channel yet? Because I have to end this conversation now. <laughs> I not go on. Danny, uh, where's your channel? What's going on with your channel? Uh, is so great as a filmmaker. Yeah. <laughs> I missed it. I missed everything you just said. Don't worry about it, Danny. Hit it up with your channel. What's going on with your channel? Is anything up soon? What's happening with your channel, Danny? Absolutely nothing at the moment. But uh, I have recorded some stuff. I'm just trying to edit. Uh, I'm, I'm teaching myself how to edit. And all of that good, great stuff. So it's very grassroots, and it's very, um, it's not going to be as as nice as most of the things that you're used to seeing. But I am going to try to get it out there because I have been wanting to do this for a while. And now that we have to self quarantine and be inside, I have no excuses. I have absolutely no excuse to not sit down and read a book and watch a movie and then talk about it. So I'm excited. Get it done. I want to see Me it. Me too. Yeah. I'm excited. I really appreciate everyone's support with it. Um, other people have asked me about it before too. So I really do want to get it up and get it going out there. Cause I'm, I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be fun. And I think we'll have fun doing it Definitely. together. Yay. Again, Dean Morgan with no movies being released right now, at least in theaters. What's your favorite movie of 2020 so far? Birds of prey. Sonic. <laughs> Oh, wait, can we get a list of movies that have been released? Uh, I'm like not going to do that. Um, well, you can Google. You can Google. I will say, for me, it's The Way Back. I still haven't seen it. I'm mad I that I haven't either. to see it in theaters, man. So good. Well, as we're looking up the list, we'll go to the next question, and as we can come back mm -hmm. to you for that. Uh, Stargy wants to know if Kelsey's going to promote her game stream tomorrow. 
Yay. Okay. So I've been bored. So I filmed myself gaming. It isn't a live stream because I can't do live streams for a few days on YouTube till I get like verified. So they'll just be premiered. Um, but I will be in the chat. So you can watch me play Honeycam Studios and it'll be fun. Yay. And if you guys like it, maybe I'll try to do it more often. But Okay. I'm going to have to go back. I think I missed some of the questions that were because of uh, Star Wars Gate. Um, I, I scrolled back. So let me get to the ones. Uh, how in the fuck? Uh, oh, my God. Dear God, no. From Brandon Buckingham. What movies? All right, swag wants to know what movie best describes your all swag. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have swag. I already discussed this earlier. I don't have swag. Paul, did, Paul has no swiggity swag. No swiggity swag. If I'm drip tripping, I'm going to the doctor. That's not <laughs> yeah, we probably all should if we're, we're drip tripping. Um, really, I think mine is going to be "Don't Be a Menace." Okay. Um, don't Be a Menace is probably a movie that I appreciate very much, and I think it's very funny, and I'm trying to think of any other movie. Okay. You know what? I movie I really loved, I really loved The Bronx Tale also. Bronx Tale was definitely one of my favorite movies, but um, there's it's mostly because there's a line. I saw this movie when I was really young. Um, there's a line in the movie where um, C, the main character, asks, asks Jane her name. What's her name? And she tells him Jane. And he says, oh, I thought it'd be something exotic, like, uh, I forget the first name that he says, or Danielle. <laughs> so ever since then, oh, I love this movie. <laughs> Very so, nice. And uh, Don't Be a Menace are probably yeah, my swaggy cool, cool. movies. Mm -hmm. Kelsey, you got some swag? I don't have any swag. I have no idea. I'm just going to agree with Danielle. That feels like <laughs> the right decision. <laughs> Alex, do you have any swag? Um, I, I don't have very many swag. I don't have a swag at all, but I can tell you some of my favorite movies. <laughs> Go right out there. Go right ahead. Um, uh, so some of my favorite movies are Rear Window, Silence of Lambs, Alien, um, and Death Proof. Nice. I saw half but someone said something about half baked in the chat and yes absolutely half baked is one of the best movies ever. Abba Zabba, you my only friend. I love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That is a great movie as well. Uh, okay, looks like I'm going here. It looks like John or Jake Acavetta says that because I took my hat off and showed my balder head that I went to middle school. Before the Great Depression with John Roca. <laughs> oh, oh, I never mentioned uh, my favorite movie so far this year. Um, actually, I just saw it this year for the first time, even though it was released last summer, was Brittany Runs, Runs a Marathon. Nice. I, I loved so that Brittany. movie hit me so hard. It really did. And I was like, right. by the end of the movie. And I was like, I don't know. I, I just kind of went into it kind of expecting a really, like, a really solid feel good movie. Mm -hmm. Nope. <laughs> I was like, wow. <laughs> I did not have this kind of reaction. And it's just like a really awesome movie. So never saw well, it. Even worse, knowing that I can't go out and exercise, but um, at the risk of bringing it back, Garth and Marie does have something funny to say. Uh, Lucas, I guess that means your actual name is Lucius now. Um, because mm -hmm. George <laughs> 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 Lucius Shashek. 
Uh, <laughs> oh no, that's oh man, that brings out the lisp. Oh, gonna come back. Oh man, I have like all my speech impediments are gonna come back. Oh, uh, I want that. Lucas does want to call you out though and says, "Well, Alex, that's not exactly an answer to the 2020 question, then, is it?" No, no, it's, it's a movie that I saw for the first time this year. I mean. <laughs> Uh, Chris Adams, that going warrior. Okay, okay, I could do that. I, I could go with that as if I if I have swag enough, that would be my swag. I watched Warrior for the first time this year. Also, did you cry mm -hmm. your eyes out? I did. I watched Warrior right after I saw the 1994 Little Women. That's a lot to take in. <laughs> so, like, I was already in like my family feels like. Little Women is about sisters, and then Warrior is about brothers. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to call all of my siblings right now. I'm just like, bawling yep. my eyes out after watching these <laughs> movies. That's a double feature to watch. That sounds like a great double feature right there. Kim also saw it for the first time in the past couple of, uh, weeks or maybe month, and she called it a dick flick, which I uh, I she liked the idea. It's like the opposite of a chick flick. But it's a chick flick for dicks. What's a chick flick, Paul? Was that? What's a chick flick? According to Kim, I have to ask Kim. This is what she? Because is what she? Uh, no, I want to know. What's a chick flick? What is a chick flick? Are we getting to this fight now? You might ask, I can tell you're all riled up. No, no, no. I mean, like I've heard different things of what a chick flick is. Like, I, chick like, I, like I've had this conversation with my mom. I've always considered Alien a chick flick, but then I heard from other people say it's not a chick flick. So Alien, the difference. I think the difference between a chick flick is more derogatory. Chick flick is more mm -hmm. uh, well. No. I don't necessarily mean derogatory more. more I think chick flick is a film that's geared completely towards women, yeah. and it's kind of movie a guy usually has to get dragged dragged to. Like they want to go see Alien. Like yeah. they're, you know what I mean. Well, like I don't know. It's maybe it's just the communication student to me. Where like I remember studying in school the technicalities, but by technical definition, from what we learned in school, Alien is a chick flick. The chick flick. In as far as by the, by the technical definition, according from what we learned in film studies in school, well, I mean that's the same. It, it varies. It varies person to person, and it's also well, based on genre. So that's the same technicality that lands on my argument that miscongeniality should have always been up for action movie anatomy because it follows all of the rules, the rules. for action mm -hmm. anatomy. So it's the same sort of sense that yes, technically, like it hits all of the marks for what a chick flick is. But I think because a lot of just what happens in the real world and all of the stupid bullshit that we all have to deal with, chick flicks are mostly those romantic comedies. Basically, just what a romantic comedy is is what most people would consider mm -hmm. a chick flick. It's 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 you know, I think I just said it best. It's a movie that I like. I mean, guys love. I love chick flicks. To be honest, I can. Well, honestly, I would consider, uh, well, I would say, honestly, I would consider, um, whatchamacallit, Little Women a chick flick. Absolutely. It's focused, right. it's focused on the personal growth and story behind a female character and female relationships. Right. And to me, that is the core of any quote unquote chick flick. And, um, and it's actually what. And if there happens to be love or if there happens to be something else that's involved, that's. A plus, sure, but that's not the core. Um, that's not the what um, like the core message behind a chick flick should be. It should be focused on. I would argue that chick flick, 
if you're going to say chick flick, it's a, it's I will I will define chick flick by defining dick flick. <laughs> As I said, a dick flick warrior is a great dick flick, not because it's a film that is about father son and brotherhood brother relationships. And so, there's also uh, like yeah. one female in it. And one female. And there's a little bit of that of the husband, but it's more the husband side of it. So again, there's one female in it, and that's a, a dick flick because it's it's all about the male relationships. So the males oh, get, generally get more out of it because they exactly. are that's their relationships. They have those kind of mm -hmm. relationships. A chick flick is tend to be more women relationships but the funny part is and this is where the the funny part this funny part lies is that the romantic comedy side because women tend to be at least through things I, not me necessarily but women tend to be the ones who are the ones who want to go see the romantic comedies in the movie theaters if you have a choice between a romantic comedy and an action flick it's going to skew females go more towards the romantic comedy whereas men are going to go more towards the action flick doesn't mean it's all that way hell kim and i would go see an action like hell kim and i had a running joke for a long time where we never would see a romantic comedy on valentine's day we'd go see a horror film or something like that because that's just what we wanted to do so it's not an all or not but if you're going to have the definition of what it generally is it's just a weird shitty thing to to title a movie anyway at least in my opinion because for all of the reasons that everyone has stated before earlier like i want to go see like I very much enjoyed Warrior. I thought Warrior mm -hmm. was a great movie. And I think my favorite movie. Yeah, it's so it's good. good. And I know that Paul, you enjoy movies like Miss Congeniality. And they're and they're totally fine. So I've I just always hate like chick flicks, like the terms and stuff like that. It's just yeah. It's I just, just always thought it was silly, like a silly thing to do. And just I mean, we're all past that. And I think especially with all of us in the like in the, I think we all know, like we all know and understand we're not stupid to to what goes on in the in public talk and we all talk with other people who aren't like into movies as most of us are. But mm -hmm. I think because all of us here know how into movies we all are, using terms like chick flicks or dick flicks in everyday conversations with other people who are very much into movies, I think it's just a silly thing. Yeah. Well, well, just to clarify that it's just like you know, um, like Dean kind of Dean Morgan. Just as, as long as it's who cares as long as it's a good movie. Absolutely. Exactly. The thing is, people don't say dick flicks. Right. Kim people Kim. don't. I was like, people don't say, oh, I don't want to go to that movie. It's a dick flick. No, people say, I don't want to see that movie because it's a chick flick. Exactly. And people continue to say it till this day. And when talking about what kind of movie gets money or what kind of a fan base is going to, something's going to develop, people say, this is a chick flick, chick flick audiences. And people kind of look down upon that genre as a whole. Right. And as a result, people look down upon what kind of content, you know, that is, if it's like a female dominated, uh, like female dominated viewership in this case, like more, more women are statistically likely to see romance or rom-coms and everything. That's fine. But there's association. Oh, it's gonna make it's gonna be a stupid movie because it's a chick flick, and that, that's the problem. And people don't say that about dick flicks, and that's not a thing. Maybe we should. If that's the thing, maybe we should. But thing is, it's not gonna happen though. Yeah. I, 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 Kim brought it up, and I, so I'm using my household now. I think kind of see like what Danny's put to it. I think it also depends on the who you're talking to. Like in the film enjoying community, I don't think it's a great term, but like talking to my sister, she will not go see a war movie. She will not watch Warrior. 
She yeah. loved this, but she's gonna go see Isn't It Romantic and The Hustle and those shows because that's what she likes. Right. So, well, the thing is, mm-hmm. under that definition, uh, Isn't It Romantic? That's a rom com, but it's technically not considered a chick flick, quote unquote chick flick, hmm. because it's not focused on the women's relationships. That's a rom com, but it's not focused on the personal growth and relationship of the female. It's about exclusively romance versus there's female relationships and there's like somebody that was your best friend and then becomes her enemy yeah, and then becomes her friend again so there's there's still female relationships being built in that not, really. not great ones but they're there relationships no, <laughs> the, the all the characters and like all the female relationships in the movie are very surface level and that's like the point of the movie they're the every relationship she has a uh, female relationship she has a movie she points out this is not a real relationship we're not actually friends this is all surface level. And they're like, what? <laughs> that's like the point of the movie. And she that's and she's like, wait, I have to actually be a real person and develop real relationships. That's the whole thing. But with little women, that is more, it is all about having those relationships with her sisters and her mother and everything and causing that kind of personal growth mm-hmm. uh, that isn't a romantic, doesn't really focus on as much. Yep. I think we're also we're going to like technical terms through like film studies and stuff. I took a class on writing and we talked about horror movies and like the definition technically of a horror movie is you sympathize with the bad guy. Like you like, like Frankenstein, like you mm-hmm. like, and so all these horror movies by that definition aren't horror per se. Cause you don't sympathize with like most of them. <laughs> so like there's, there's, the, the film students study of genre and then there's what film companies are doing with genre. You know what I mean? Like, Oh yeah. Well, Lord Alex. Before I forget. <laughs> you should know this more than anyone. The smell of books is like crack. Alex. <laughs> You're not wrong there. The smell of like, what? like freshly printed. Oh my gosh. What? movie character famously stated that they live their life a quarter mile at a time. I, don't know. <laughs> I, I literally don't know. I have no clue. <laughs> uh, Tom Toretto from five uh, from uh, the Fast and Furious franchise. Oh, I've only seen the first movie. And that was like when I was like 10, 11. Like I haven't seen any of them since I was like that age. I haven't seen any of the other Fast and Furious movies. Uh. I will say, just, just I will go back to this, this, the chick flick, dick flick thing. I guess it's also a generational thing. I mean, it's it's something that we do have to maybe yeah, in our language to agree. But it, it, there's, there's a danger. James actually says it here. It's a danger. There's a danger of overanalyzing it a little bit. I guess yeah. there, there's that too. I mean, to be honest, it just back in the day, I know like the chick flick was the one that my date wanted to see that I didn't want to see, and yeah. like, it's not all or nothing. But it just it's. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like what you, it's just, so it was a kind of a now is it is it fair yeah I mean who knows at the same time um, it's also I mean like just like the definite like definitions and the way we label things are obviously subject to change so obviously maybe in the future when we do say the word chick flick maybe it's going to change to be much more encompassing maybe it's going to be include whole new genres who knows so it it could take on a you know much more positive light but until then. I get it. I get it. You know, it's just that's I mean, just it was saying when she said dick flick it away. <laughs> she's just trying to make it the other, the other she's going the other way with it. And, and again, I just want to point out Lucas. Um <laughs> oh yeah, quite friends for I haven't seen the movie since I was like 10, 11, 12 years old. I don't care. Oh my gosh. 
I literally haven't seen it since I was in grade school. So, <laughs> and I did uh, have not seen it since. <laughs> not <gonna> uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't I don't care. <laughs> it's not a priority for me, I'm not gonna lie. Right. I'm not a fan of those movies. We have reached the end of the chat. <laughs> all right. So that was the end of our questions. So that's all we have really for you tonight. Thank you so much for joining us on this amazing episode of Call Action Live, which maybe should be renamed the Alex and Paul Argument Hour. But it's <laughs> <laughs> but no, I love it. Nothing again, Kelsey. I'm never coming back on Call Live. <laughs> yeah. Ever. Heel Ever. Move. Ever. Heel I'm never move. Back on Call Live. Cool yeah. I don't know. No one wants me on call right, so you know. <laughs> oh, I How do you know it's not Paul we want to kick off, Alex? I want you to Paul has no, to no, I don't like, <laughs> none of our viewers like me, so you know, whatever. I don't think it's about like, it's just about knowing you're wrong. That's the <laughs> just don't agree with no, you. No, no, I stand by it. I, I love you. I think you're yeah, wrong. we all love you. <laughs> yeah, well, I can love people and hate them at the same time, so you know, whatever. <laughs> I just hate your hot takes. That's all. You just give me a hard Jameson, we're at an impasse. No matter. That's true. It's 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 true. I I agree with that statement. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. That's true. Let's have our wonderful co-hosts plug where they could be found. Paul, where people can find you. At Paul underscore the news you on Twitter. Um, at also uh, clip shield to action tomorrow. Class action is going to have our first uh, live show on <gasps> next Sunday. We post action guys post call live. Um, it'll be me, Richard Archarby, and right now, Rachel Silverstrain is going to guest and potentially a fourth guest, which I don't want to say because he has not confirmed yet. But we're going to be, <laughs> we'll have you on sometime. When we do, what was it? When we're doing, is it miscongeniality? When we do something like that, that's when we're going to have Danny on. Yeah. This one, we're going to be ranking the View Askew movies, the Kevin Smith verse. So. Nice. So that should be fun. And of course, PLD Projects is my YouTube channel as well. So there you go. Awesome. And Danny, where can people find you? You know me, y'all. You can find me on the Twitters at Danny Joy, D A N I E E J O Y. Uh, you can find me there. You can find me every Monday uh, with Paul uh, doing Chill to Action. Uh, you can find me here on the show every once in a while doing whatever I feel like doing. <laughs> hey, you got for speaking of Team Alex. Alex. Even saying Team Alex. That's something. Wow. That's, Aww, sweet. that's love. All right, Alex, where can people find you? Paul. <laughs> Thank you, Brandy. Um, you can find me running Call Action Twitter. There you go. <laughs> call action Twitter at Call Action uh, Pod over there. That'd be really awesome if you checked us out there. But also, I'm in charge of the Call Action Pod, uh, where it's like, I mean, like, actually take the audio and put it in podcast form kind of thing. Um, so it's definitely, a, you know, you know, it's definitely uh, something we're doing actively. Um, but yeah, definitely check us out on Facebook and everything as well. And you'll be catching me this Wednesday hosting Shmo Bates at 930 Central. All right. Awesome. And you can find me at KelseyKins90 on Twitter and Instagram. I also run the Call to Action podcast Instagram, so you can interact with me there. Public, we have merch, so you can check that out. Uh, and yeah, I will be streaming from my YouTube channel tomorrow, or I will be premiering a video on my YouTube channel tomorrow. So check it out, I guess. That's all I've got. 
All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us, and we will see you next time. Bye, guys. Oh.